Classic Hits, C-1-5 boys final from Hastings College. It will be six pounds, and uh, see who can win uh, twice today. Those that went 0-2 early have gone home, and those that have won are still alive here at one point. The finals will be coming up at 5.30. Carney High will be taking on Lincoln East, the number one and two teams in the state all year long for the most part. Uh, uh, are going to battle in that Class A dual final in Class B. It will be Omaha Scutt who was able to take out uh, Granada Northwest, and they will be in action against Blair, who beat Hastings. So Northwest and Hastings are roll, uh, uh, wrestling each other right now for third and fourth. In Class C, it'll be Valentine and Broken Bone. In Class D, it'll be Burwell and uh, Elkhorn Valley. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker. And Larry, our... A day of wrestling continues. We're into the home stretch of the season right now. Yeah, we are. Hastings, Grand Island, Northwest. We were hoping we were going to see it for a gold medal. It'll have to be the bronze. And they're going after it right now. And Isaac Hunsley is just rolling. Uh, he's wrestling Jack Butler from Northwest. And Isaac Hunsley of Hastings is now up 10-0 to zero as the first period is going to come to an end. Let's see how Northwest can do here, Doug. That was a crushing, crushing defeat where they thought they had Scott beat right into the end. Had a couple of things not go their way that they've got to turn right around literally within about 10 minutes of that last deal ending, and they've got to get back after it. Grand Island, uh, another great old Class A uh, rival. Grand Island's going to wrestle Columbus, and Grand Island's just uh, no flash to them, but they're tough, Doug, and they've just found a way to tough their way into this. Yeah, and uh, they are only here because they won by criteria over Gretna. They got a pin at 113 pounds uh, for uh, Grand Island, and a nice job there by Juan Pedro to get that pin after Alicio Ramirez had picked up a big win at 106. So those were the last two matches, and we went into the criteria, and it was actually an unsportsmanlike criteria earlier in the match that gave the point to Grand Island, and they beat Gretna 34-33. to And then you've got Amherst losing for the first time in program history at the state duels, and they were the underdog, and they lost to Elkhorn Valley, but then they bounced back and they beat Cambridge, and so they've got a chance to still go 2-1 and one here today. Yeah, go 2-1 and one and run that record to about 17-1 and one in this thing, and that's a record that will be tough to beat. It probably may never be beaten if this thing... You know, can it survive long enough for it to get beaten? Again, we've talked about that uh, from time to time as to uh, what the future of this event will be. We want to thank our many fine sponsors, including Impact Seed, Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer for helping bring you high school wrestling throughout the year. But uh, right now it looks like it will not necessarily return to Kearney, and it could, but the biggest thing is it will not be after the state meet in Omaha. It will be before the state tournament. In Omaha. And I think the the health of this thing, Doug, will come down to how does it go if they can keep all four classes together and it's before the state meet where we're going to see some of these big-time matchups. Will that bring juice to this event the way it was thought to at one time? And if it does, this thing will stay around. If it doesn't, if they can't get anything going by moving it, that it could be in trouble. Larry, just uh, being a wrestling fan, aficionado that you are, it seems to me that you're kind of in a situation like we are in college football. It might be pretty easy to pick the top four or five, but getting six, seven, and eight when it's not at the end of the season will be debatable. There is not going to be a great way to select how this all plays out in the end. And Isaac Hunley and Jack Butler battling in here, and all of a sudden 
we might have uh, some excitement, uh, although it's 13 to nothing. I thought maybe we were going to get a little excitement, but we're not. Uh, what, what, what is, in your opinion, kind of the best way? I've said you have to keep it at one site for all of the teams. You cannot go to four different sites. Uh, that's my biggest beef on some of the things that have been talked, and I don't think they're going to do that. I think well, they are going to keep it at one site, wherever that's at. But how do you pick the right time, and how do you do the right thing of picking the teams? I know you could pick about three coaches out of each class and say, well, do it for us, and you're never going to make everybody happy. Well, you said it best. You, the, the top four teams are easy, top five teams, but six, seven, and eight become really, really hard, and you need it to be an eight-team field. Uh, I don't know how they do that. I have to be very honest because as coaches, we we all can sit down and go through it, and we know who that top-tier group is. It's that second tier that becomes very tough. The one thing I can tell you is when – National duels, the collegiate national duels, it was the biggest event on the planet. It was held in Lincoln at the Devaney Center, and it was an amazing event, Doug. They started moving the event, and it lost some luster because it was kind of like the College World Series. Coming to Lincoln for that event was a big deal. Then they started doing regional sites. Nobody even knows it exists today. If they do regional sites, this thing will die. Isaac Hunsley, Tech Falls, Jack Butler, so Hastings. Gets the 15-0 win and the first win at 126 pounds. Grand Island's Brody Arents, after the Islanders lose the first match via pin to Columbus, is now trailing Alex Court. Uh, so Carter Kuchera got the pin for Columbus, and now you've got Alex Court up by a score of a 2 to nothing, trying to turn Brody Arents for Amherst. They got the first win uh, by pin. And now Morgan Shields leads Peter Spilker of Tri-County 2 to nothing. Isaiah Shields uh, got the pin in 2:23 to start things off there for Amherst. Yeah, Amherst out to the 6-0 lead. It, it almost seems to me, and, and I know this would be tough, I think the perfect time for the state duels is over Christmas break. So do I. I think that's the time you do it. You don't mess with anybody else's tournament. There is a possibility you get plucked from here to there out of a tournament. We're starting to see more holiday wrestling tournaments until about six years ago. That never even happened. Uh, I don't I don't know any other time. And, and, yes, you can move your conference tournament. There's no doubt about it. Take it off a Saturday and put it on a, a Thursday or, or figure out a way to do it because a lot of schools have their conference tournament uh, either the Saturday before districts, like the old GNAC that Carney High is in, uh, or or and Hastings and Columbus and all those, or you have it two weeks before. Uh, I don't know. You, any other time it's going to mess up somebody's invite. There's no doubt about it. You could say the first Saturday out of uh, out of uh, January, coming out of the break. Amherst isn't going to like that. That's no. when they're invited. Yeah, the one Clarks thing, is then. The one thing that I would say is it's the plucked bit. It's, you know, you get plucked out of a, out of a home or a... a tournament over the holidays that's not a big deal everybody's come down to wait by that time the car or the high school season is really revved up that's when i think it should be so we'll see ron higdon of course in charge of the wrestling is here today from the nsaa as we get back to wrestling action, Alex Court of Columbus now has a 4-0 lead over Brody Aarons of Grand Island. Morgan Shields a 3-0 lead over Peter Spilker of Tri-County for Amherst. As they start the third period, they'll go both up there for Shields. And now a reversal for Cordy for Columbus to uh, 
Start the second period. He's up 6-0 on Brody Aarons, and it's Mason Brumbaugh of Hastings and Hayden Fright of Northwest. Hayden had a really nice win in that last duel against Omaha Scott, and they are scoreless in the first period. They'll wrestle both up to start the second. Yeah, and Hayden Fright's looked good here, Doug. He's really kind of taken the action to Mason Brumbaugh, and it's kind of good to see. Seabrand's got a little excited, and he was kind of imploring him on. If you look at the, the Northwest bench, I mean, they came here to win this thing, Doug, and to have that taken away and have to come back this fast is awful rough. And I kind of, when you look at Hastings, it's all bench, it's kind of the same. It's an interesting duel. These these two teams don't really like each other, and they like to compete against each other, and you're just not seeing it out of them at this point. That's a great takedown there by Hayden Fright. He's looking to lock up a cradle. He's got the cradle locked up. He's getting some back points here. Minute 15. They're in a good spot on the mat here. And there's the pin. There you go. It's going to be 6-5 to five now. 6-5 to five is the team score. Hastings now trails Grand Island Northwest. Tri-Cities, how much rivalry is there? I have to think if you're Hastings, you want to – it's like Northwest is the gnat biting at your ankle or the little puppy biting at your ankle here the last three weeks. It wasn't supposed to be that close at districts and Northwest, Northwest beat them at state. They don't want to let them get them here too. Yeah, and I'm just going to tell you, you know, we always talk about uh, Grand Island Carney being a Grand Island guy. There are two things, and I really do mean this. Just being a Grand Island guy, and that's who Seabrance is, you don't believe in your – well, because you know that Hastings not better at you than anything. <laughs> and I just really mean that. You, it, It's a belief system, and you want to compete with Hastings. That rivalry is every bit as big as the rivalry with Carney. Trust me when I tell you that. And Morgan Shields, a takedown here for Amherst in the third period, and he is going to ride out Peter Spilker to get a 5 nothing win. And the first two are in the bank here for Amherst. They lead it 9 to nothing over Tri-County. And again, uh, when you, they wrestled Pender, and Pender had six open weight classes. Now Tri-County uh, may have uh, contributed to that a little bit as well, but uh, they were easy wins today. Uh, and for Tri-County, they have an open at 145, so just the one. And uh, Amherst has an open at heavyweight. Uh, they did give a couple opens and couple buys earlier today, but uh, they were able to beat Cambridge 42-26. to 26. Right. Now on the mat for Grand Island. Brody Aarons has just put Alex Court on his back, Larry. Yeah, and I mean he's working Eight three. He's got a head chancer here, and it's and he's got the other arm locked. If he can take one big step over, look at Connor Laux. I think let's make sure this is the last time we'll ever call him Doug, three-time state champion Connor Laux. Right there, Connor Lauks, Cameron Riggs, of course, is going to end his career undefeated there. Connor Lauks gets the pin, so he'll take the Bearcat uniform off for the last time. Coached by his dad at one time. Of course, his dad was a Hastings Tiger, wrestled for Howard Sheely. So the Lauks family, a lot of history in Hastings. Getting the pin in 57 seconds. Connor Lauks getting the state championship, as you said, last week. And again, uh, our state champions, our four-timers came out today, but we did have an undefeated one, undefeated wrestler go down today uh, in that match uh, earlier between Hastings and Blair when Bryce Brown avenged last week's semifinal loss. That's exactly right, and Cameron Riggs got the win, so he finishes his career perfect. He gets three wins today, and he's the only wrestler of those four that had to compete in the state duels, correct? Am I correct on Derek that? Derek Robb. Well, no, but he wasn't undefeated. 
Derek oh, yeah, Robb no, had the one loss. No, Cameron no. Riggs is the first young oh, sure. man that had had to wrestle in the duels as an undefeated to make four-timer. It, to keep it, I'm following yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, so he had to get three more uh, here today. And now back over to Class A, Grand Islands. Uh, Brody Aarons couldn't get the pin. He's got an 8-6 deficit, and he's got to find a way to turn court again in the final 15 seconds, trying to get a twister set up here. No, he didn't have that from the start. No, but he was out of time. And he will fall by a score of 8-6. to six. So Court got an early 6-0 lead and holds on for the 8-6 victory. And uh, Columbus is now up 9-0 in that duel. Tony Perez of Hastings and Preston Ellsworth of Grand Island Northwest now following up the uh, Laux match. I do like this. Both these coaches wrestling some different kids here, giving them some experience on this stage. And that's a... Good thing there. Preston Ellsworth, Grand Island Northwest, doing a nice job. Got his that head in the hole. Amherst down there leads nine to nothing. Riley Galloway against Bailey Waltke, a sophomore from Tri County who's 38 and 18. And Riley, a 500 wrestler, and Waltke gets the takedown here in the first period for a 2 nothing lead. 20 seconds to go in the first. And Jordan Williams from Columbus comes out against Zach Kuda from Grand Island. Zach's wrestled extremely well today. Yes, he has. And he's got the cradle on. He's not stopping there. Zach Kuda's a great kid. He's had a tremendous career. Wasn't able to place this year. I believe he placed a year ago. And unfortunate today, he did beat Nick James of Kearney in the initial duel, but it also resulted in an injury to James. Uh, They are going to get an MRI on his meniscus next week. And here Kuda has cradled up Williams for the second time. This is the second time he's counted the air fall points, and then he'll be up eight to nothing if he can't finish this. Two-two between Perez and Ellsworth over here. Hastings in Northwest. Now we get the escape for Ellsworth, and he's up three to two with 30 seconds to go in the first period. Yeah, that's been a pretty good little match down here. Like I said, two guys that have been in and out of the lineup all year for these two schools. Nice that they're going to come out and get after it, and both of them are getting after it like they're in the state semis. Wadke of uh, Tri-County, a 2-0 lead over Galloway of Amherst, and they elect to go both up here in the third, second period. And Kuda for the Islanders gets the pin. Always good to see an Islander beat a discover, let me tell you. <laughs> and Grand Island will get on the board here now in the duel, 9-6 to in favor of Columbus as we move along. And again, we want to remind you that we started at 126, so 120-pounders will be the last match in this duel. The Grand Island-Columbus duel is for 5th and 6th. The Amherst-Tri-County duel is for 5th and 6th. The Grand Island-Northwest-Hastings duel is for 3rd and 4th. Omaha Burke has jumped out to a 12-6 lead over Millard South in the Class A third-place match. They're at 145 pounds. It is Wahoo taking a 6-0 lead over Skyler, uh, winning the first one by pin. And Wahoo looking to go up, at, and they've just won again, so now it should be 9-0 going to 138. David City over Loganview, 30-0, up at 160 pounds in the Class C fifth-place match. And in the Class C third-place match, it is... Six to six between Battle Creek and Aquinas as they go to 138. And in the Class D third place match, it is 22 to six as Mullen is trailing here against Maxwell. Maxwell up 22 to six. Of course, both the rigs have already wrestled here for Maxwell. Yeah, that's right. You're going to get a bunch of Ma- uh, Mullen hammers here before long. There, they're finally going again in Class B down there with Tony Perez and 
Preston Ellsworth. Preston Ellsworth lost some contacts. They had Seabrants out there digging around on the mat trying to find them. Of course, Seabrants, a former Kearney State UNK wrestler. 20-year anniversary. I was seeing some of that on social media yeah. up there for some of the names that you had to laugh on, Ty Swarm and Brian Seabrants <laughs> wrestling back in the day. Yep, Seabrants wrestled for us at Grand Island then came down here and wrestled at uh, Kearney State. And, of course, uh, Carney High will be wrestling Coach Ty Swarm, and the uh, Bearcats will take on Lincoln East for the championship. Back down here, Jacob Sheldon of Grand Island and Cade Fulner of Columbus, and Fulner's able to get the takedown and a quick tip to the back. He'll get two near falls, so it's 4 nothing. 30 seconds to go in the first period. Back down here for Amherst, Riley Galloway has finally been able to get an escape in the start of the third period. He trails 4-1 to one against Bailey Waltke of Tri-County. Minute yeah, Wal- 40 to go. Waltke's in on a leg, but Galloway's trying to neck whip. He's trying that chin whip. He's not going to get it. He's going to give up another takedown. 6-1 to one now. Bailey Waltke at Tri-County over Riley Galloway from Amherst. Tony Perez and Preston Ellsworth tied at 4 with 40 seconds to go here in period number 2 with Perez riding on top now. 30 seconds to go in the second. Yeah, Galloway's been, or Perez has ridden Ellsworth really tough here. Jacob Sheldon from Grand Island wrestling. Cade Fulner from Columbus. 5-0 to zero in that match right now. Uh, Fulner leads. And down here in the Amherst match, Galloway's going to get turned, and Galloway's going to get pinned. He was trying to find a way to get the turn, trailing 4-1, to one, and he ends up getting pinned in 4 minutes and 58 seconds. So Tri-County is on the board. Amherst 9, Tri-County 6 as they go to 145 pounds. They have finished the second period over there in Class B. Perez and Ellsworth will go to the third, tied 4-4. And Cade Fulner of Columbus has a 5-0 lead over Jacob Sheldon of Grand Island. As they end the first period there, you're listening to the State High School Wrestling Duels. We're in the third, fourth, and fifth and sixth place matches here on Classic Hits. We'll be right back. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. 
our producer engineer Stacy Johns and Larry Baker. I'm Doug Duda back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth high atop the UNK Health and Sports Center at the State Wrestling Duels. Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road, but the slick roads caught you. From every duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Larry, what do we got going on? Yeah, Preston Ellsworth uh, gave up the escape to Tony Perez to make it 5-4 to four as they were tied. And then tries a wild headlock and gets taken down. Tony Perez is going to win 7-4 after that looked a really tight 4-4 match. So Hastings will be up 15-6 over Northwest in the duel. In Class A, Cade Fulner leads Jacob Sheldon of Grand Island by a score of 8 to nothing with 38 seconds to go in the second period. And in Class D, Jaron Potts of Amherst is on the mat. And he had the initial takedown over Dominic Smith of Tri-County. He leads it 2 to nothing, and that's how the first period will come to an end. Other scores right now, again, remember the final match in this set of duels will be at 120 pounds. And so at 152 in the Class A third-place match, Omaha Burke and Millard South are tied at 12. In the Class B fifth-place match, they're at 145 pounds. Wahoo leads Skyler 15 to nothing. In the Class C fifth-place match at 160 pounds, David City leads Loganview by a score of 30 to nothing, although it looks like Loganview's about ready to get their first win here. The Class C third-place match, they're only at 138. Aquinas and Battle Creek still locked up at 6. And in the Class D third-place match, they're at 182 pounds. Maxwell now leading Mullen 22 to 18. Yeah, and Dalton Quant just about got put on his back there, wrestling Joel Smith from Hastings. Dalton Quant, of course, Grand Island Northwest, state runner-up a week ago, and does a nice job. He gets taken down to his back, gets off of his back quickly, and then gets the quick reversal, so it's 2-2. Two to two, And now he's got a leg in. He's looking to put Joel Smith in the torture chamber. I mean, he's a little upset. Of course, Smith, state qualifier himself last week for Hastings. Yeah, Smith went 0-2 at the state meet a week ago, Doug. Oh, big lateral drop attempt down there in Class A. Didn't work, though. No points for Kate Fulner. Sheldon's able to fight it off. The junior needs to find a way to just score here because uh, they went both up 9-6, or excuse me, 8 to nothing. And, of course, that's a four-point major instead of a three-point decision. But it is eight to nothing. Cade Fulner with a minute to go in the match. Yeah, Dalton Quant. Uh, they were up on their feet. There was no escape awarded, but he was in a kind of an over under. He tries to inside trip and went to his back, out of bounds. They kind of rolled around. Still no change. It's two to two. But there's been some fireworks over there, Doug, with Joel Smith of Hastings and Dalton Quant of Northwest. Northwest. This is where part of their lineup starts getting pretty good. They got to get tough here, though. They trail Hastings fifteen to six. 30 seconds to go in the first period. Jaron Potts now up 9-0 for Amherst as the second period is winding down. He totally controls that second period, scoring seven points over Dominic Smith of Tri-County. As they go to the third, he'll be up 9-0. Quant's got a crossbody ride in. He's got a leg looking to grapevine here. Only five seconds left in the first period. It's going to be 2-2. It'll be interesting to see if Joel Smith goes under Quant when he gets his choice. He's got his choice. He defers. Dalton Quant, I'm sure, will go down. And that's exactly what he takes in a 2-2 matchup. Back over here in Class A, we get a takedown for Cade Fulner of Columbus. He now leads Sheldon of Grand Island by a score of 10 to nothing. 
and they'll stop it for potentially dangerous with short time, just seven seconds to go. So Cade Fulner is going to get the major decision, and Columbus will go up on Grand Island 13-6 to as they go up to 152 pounds. Yeah, and this is just two tough teams. Grand Island and Columbus, again, uh, neither one of them have a whole bunch that will wow you, but you just don't want to wrestle any other guys on either side, just big, tough kids. There, uh, Dalton Quant's going to get the escape, so... With a minute 50 left in the second period, Dalton Quant will have a 3-2 to two lead, and he's right back into those upper body stuff. Big headlock attempt, and he gets it. Oh, Doug, this is tight. Minute 40 left. This is one of those tough deals where Joel Smith will go to sleep. Quant has got him locked up. He will get the pan. It's just a matter of when the official decides to slap the mat. Well, he got off of here. Yeah, he did. How did Smith do that? Joel Smith. Yeah, maybe not yet. His head's still well, He's at least going to get out of bounds. Yeah. Yes. That's a nice job by Joel Smith. Yeah, that's the first one today we've been wrong about. Yeah. I, I mean, mean you, when they get him locked up, we usually let you know if it's all over. And look how slow Joel Smith, because I'm just telling you, you can go to sleep down there in those headlocks when they're tight like that. He still hasn't got all the way back to the center. Oh, my. Now for Grand Island, they've got Colton Sliva on the mat, 32-8 and senior against Avery McMeekin, the 37-12 and junior from Columbus. So that should be quite the match, and Sliva will get the early takedown 30 seconds in, and then out of bounds they'll go on a restart. Yeah, and Colton Sliva had such a great weekend last weekend. Doug uh, goes all the way to the state finals. Jaron Potts now late in the third period has finally got Dominic Smith on his back again. Can he get the pin in the final 15 seconds here for Amherst? The sophomore has it locked up. He's on the side of the mat where they will not go out. He's in good shape, but it doesn't look like he's going to be able to finish it out. That'll be the end, but a 14 to nothing win for Jaron Potts. That's a four-point major victory, and Amherst will be up 19-6 to over Tri-County as they go to 160 pounds. The Tri-County wrestler's just furious. I don't know what he's so mad about. I mean, he, he was... He was really close to winning there. If he could have came up with 15 points there, <laughs> gee, when he crickets, I don't know what he's so mad about. Yeah, sometimes you don't like to see. That's how your season ends. Yeah, that's right. You, you have to lay with that in your mouth for another year or for some guys a career. Colton Sliva, another takedown after McMeekin got the escape for Columbus. So Sliva's up 4-1 to one with 30 seconds to go in the first period there for Grand Island. And Quant's going to, for Grand Island Northwest, is going to finish the second period in the top position. He'll lead Joel Smith, the Hastings, 8-2, to two, moving to the third. And I, th- I just think it's interesting. If you're Joel Smith, I almost think you have to take both up, Doug. They're, he's been under Quant this whole match and has not been uh, within an inch of getting out. But that is not his choice. He is going to go ahead well, and take five down. Seconds. Oh, excuse me. There is five seconds. My bad. And he's not able to get out. Did rip one hand, but ran out of time before he could come to his feet. I can't imagine they'll go down. They're discussing it. Oh, they are. Oh, my goodness. He is going to take down. Maybe he's hoping Quant will just let him up. But yeah, I doubt it. No. I doubt it. He's rode him. So... 8-2 to two your score as we go to the third period. We go to the second period in Class A. Colton Sliva has a 4-1 to one lead over McMeekin of Columbus. This is the State High School Wrestling Duel Championships here on KKPR-FM. Carney Hastings, Grand Island, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. You and I don't have a clue. Joel Smith takes down and gets the quick reversal. It's now 8-4. to four. Holy cow. 
Well, he didn't look like he was going to get anything done in the second period, but on the restart, he maybe he pulled the old rope-a-dope. Yeah, now Man, he, I'm so tired. Right, Bam. Now he lets him go. Nine, four-year score. They'll wrestle on their feet with 90 seconds to go. Hastings is up in this duel 15-6, to six, uh, but they need that cushion because it is going to be Northwest time here when we get to the big boys. Oh, and they warned them both for stalling. That's dumb. <laughs> There's a young official. That was stupid. Both guys took a step back, walked back to the center, and kind of stood there, and Tommy Tough Guy decided to get involved in the match. <laughs> like, come on, bro. <laughs> Grow up and get big someday. It's been a long day so far. We started wrestling this morning at 9 a.m. The finals will be right here on Classic Hits at 5.30, featuring Carney High and Lincoln East. Can the Bearcats win their first-ever state dual championship after finishing as the runner-up to Lincoln East in Omaha last week? Yeah, we'll see. And again, all of last week's champs are in the finals. Lincoln East, Scott, Valentine, and Burwell. Another inside trip attempt. He's going to get it, I think, is Dalton Quant. Nope. Over here in this Colton Sliva match, Sliva has not been able to get off bottom in the first 90 seconds here. Now he does come to his feet. Meekin is able to grab the ankle and break him back down to the mat. It is Trace Bosch of Amherst. He lost earlier today in a battle of number ones against Elkhorn Valley. Uh, the state champion uh, wrestled uh, for Elkhorn Valley at 145, and he came up or. 152, was it? And came up to one, no, it was to 160. To 160 yeah. And Bosch is actually here wrestling at the 170-pound spot against Brandon Beeson of a Tri-County, and they are scoreless in the first 40 seconds. Yeah, this will close out a long career for Bosch. Sliva not able to escape in the second period, and so McMeekin of Columbus will take bottom to start the third, and Sliva leads it 4-1 to one after two first-period takedowns. And Sliva's tough in these spots. Dalton Quant looks like he is going to hang on here. We've got just 19 seconds remaining. And it is 11 to 4. He gets the reversal. And he decides, I'm just going to let Joel Smith up to make it 11 to 5 because if he can get a takedown here in the final 20 seconds, it'll be a major decision. And Quant's going to get after it. Smith countering, countering, 10 seconds. See, this tough guy official does the double stall earlier. Now Smith's stalling like crazy, and he won't hit him. Three Gee seconds, whiz. and that is the end of the match. Final score, 11-5 to five in favor of Dalton Quant of Grand Island Northwest, and that'll make it Hastings 15 and Northwest 9 as we head to 160 pounds. In Class A... We have an escape over here for McMeekin, and Sliva wrestling well on his feet. Gets another takedown on the edge of the mat, so it's 6-2 to two now in favor of Grand Island with a minute to go in the third period. Yeah, Duggan, as good as he's been there, I'd maybe, I'd maybe let him go and just get another one. Trace Bosch getting the takedown here for Amherst with a little bit of time left in the first period. Armbar central now. Trace Bosch, and he's got the wing. He's got the far wrist trapped. He's going to run out of time, though. Trace Bosch is so good in these spots. He's going to run it all the way over, Doug. He's at least going to get swipes. Five seconds left. He's going to take a 5-0 lead to the second period. So Trace Bosch on the three near fall. 5-0 over Beeson of Tri-County as they go to the second period. And Bosch wants to go top. Oh, yeah. 
His choice, he's going to take top. Now out here, Luke Wilkie of Hastings and Dylan Friesen of Grand Island Northwest. Senior versus senior in their final high school matches. Yeah, that's one of the other things that you see in this event every year, Doug, is as a lot of these guys walk off, this is that last moment with their coach. You you didn't get that for these teams at the state meet last week, and you've seen some of that emotion as these guys walk off. You go through that journey with a student-athlete, and when it comes to an end, it can be a very emotional thing. Back over in Class A, Colton Sliva, after getting the takedown early in this third period, rides out Avery McMeekin, and Sliva for Grand Island wins it 6-2 to two over McMeekin of Columbus. Columbus will now have a 13-9 to nine lead over the Islanders as they go to 160 pounds in the Class A fifth-place duel. And Brandon Beeson from Tri-County is absolutely laying there. Oh, no longer. Big power half. Bosch gets him turned. He's going to get a couple swipes. Beeson fights off, but he's just holding, Beeson's holding his arms underneath him, not presenting himself at all. Seven to nothing now, Bosch with a minute to go in the second period. Yeah, and down here in Class B, Luke Wilkie's in big trouble. Dylan Friesen's got him on his back. Northwest going for the pin and getting the pin in 56 seconds and that'll tie this duel up 15 15 as we go to 170 pounds yeah because northwest is going to fire those bullets in the top half of their lineup right but hastings the bottom half of that lineup is loaded and larry we are down to the final match here in the class d third place match at 120 pounds and maxwell gets a pin to rally and win this thing 43 to 36 Maxwell beats Mullen to take third wow that's a big deal a lot of people didn't see that coming today I can tell you that and they're down here Blaze Stanley from Columbus just got taken to his back by Aiden Williams of Grand Island Aiden Williams of Grand Island's had a little bit of a tough day wrestled well but a little bit of a tough day it'd be great for him to finish this off here and help the Islanders out with six big points Trace Bosch now takes an 11 to nothing lead into the third period over Beeson of Tri-County. Had him on his back again at the end of the second period. Couldn't get the pin. Beeson just took top. Each guy said, I'm on top, baby. <laughs> he wants to see what it's like. Yeah, he says, I'm tired of under here getting my shoulders ripped off. Hastings in Northwest. It's now Blake Westerby of the Vikings and Joe Keel of the Tigers getting things underway at the 170-pound match in the Class B third-place duel. Yeah, so again, Pape, I think, is going to get moved up. And in on the shot and a takedown for Blake Westerby. 30 seconds gone here in the first period. Yeah, Blake Westerby's a powerful kid as well. Aiden Williams going to work over here on Blaze Stanley of Columbus, and then he lost his grip and gets reversed. Yeah. I thought he was about a second away from getting swipes, and he just slid right off of him. And he actually did get those swipes, but 5-2 to two now. Williams leads Stanley, and they'll get a restart. Stanley on top here with seven seconds to go in the first period. Well, you'll have to refresh my memory, Doug, but don't the top three uh, trophy here? Top four. Oh, wonderful. Don't get me started. Okay, well, I just was going to say. Congratulations. You lost twice Ma- earlier today. You're home. You lost yeah. twice now, and they give you a plaque for it. Well, I was going to just say to Maxwell, that's good for, you know, they were going to be able to take a trophy home uh in third place so a good season for maxwell and they come out of here in third yeah again point of discussion we've talked about it before on the doug and daddy show and so on and so forth why do some sports hand out 
third and fourth place medals and plaques, and others do not. Last week there was no third place. No, handout. there's only two. That's right. So, but they do it now for basketball, not an A and B anymore for volleyball. Uh, they do it at. Uh, do they do it at track? Do they do it at swimming? You know, pick and choose the sports. The baseball that they hand it out Ouch. for. Look down on map four. Look at that splatel. Oh, it came. Uh, it blew it dead. Oh my gosh, that kid was getting split in two. As the match came to an end over there, and who's going to win it? They're looking to see if there was back points on that splatel on a 2-1 match as time expired over there on uh, mat number four. As it is uh, Skyler and Wahoo. Wahoo is dominating that duel right now for the Class B fifth place. Now out there for Trace Bosch. He's trying 14 to nothing. He got the escape, the takedown, and he's going to cut him out, and that'll make it 14-1, to 1, and if he gets one more takedown, then he'll get the tech fall. Trace is ready to end his career, and he does it right there. At the 554 mark, tech fall, your state champion last week. Trace goes 2-1 and one today, and he finishes his career with a 16-1 to 1 tech fall to give five more points here to the Amherst Broncos, and it looks like they're going to go 2-1 and one today. Yeah, and that was a really good job. He was trying to give his team the extra point there and did just that. Gave up the, I mean, the intentional escape with 10 seconds left. Got a good takedown. So escape takedown, nice job there to Tech Fall. Aiden Williams has rode Stanley of Columbus for the first minute of the second period. And as we say that, Stanley stands up and breaks free. But it's 5-3, to three, Williams with the lead. And now it is Blake Westerby 2-1 to one over Joe Keel of Hastings. Make it 3-1 to one now as he gets the escape to start the second period. So Westerby up 3-1. Yeah, that's a nice job there by Westerby. Got the early takedown. Not, not a whole lot has happened since. Aiden Williams, now this thing's 5-3. We'd like to see Aiden Williams really start to stretch it here a little bit. He's done a nice job. He got those big five and then got reversed and has given up the escape. In a little bit of a tough spot. He's in a body lock position here, Doug. There will be sparks fly here one way or the other. Need Aiden Williams to take him back. I think to take him to his back. Ethan Brock in some trouble for Amherst, just getting his match underway, and he's going to be taken down and a quick pin there. 37 seconds by Brandon Seabolt of Tri-County, and that'll get some points on the board for Tri-County, but it's 30-12 to 12 in favor of Amherst. Yeah, and Blake Westerby gets the takedown. Now 5-1, to one, 50 seconds left in the second period. You're listening to the State High School Dual Wrestling Tournament here on Classic Hits. We will take a break and be back with more in a moment. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and... Lincoln North Star in the A4 final on ESPN 1460 and St. Cecilia Centennial will be on 1230 KHAS. Those all tip off at 7 o'clock. Also, Arcadia Loop City will play Cambridge in Lexington on Monday night. And then on Tuesday, it's the Class D Finals. Here on Classic Hits, undefeated Kennesaw will play Elm Creek at Kearney High. And on the Breeze, 94.5. By the way, that's where the St. Cecilia game is on Monday. I misspoke. But on the Breeze, Tuesday, Giltner and Wilcox Hildreth from Adams Central all tipping off at 7. Larry, what do we got going on here? We got the win for Grand Island down there from uh, Aiden Williams to close the gap to 13-12 to against Columbus. And now Alex Darris has just taken the uh, mat, but he'll be a big underdog to Carson Zwingman of Columbus, and Zwingman's going to get the early takedown. Yeah, it gets it right off the bat. Joe Keel and Blake Westerby still wrestling down there. Westerby's taking it to 8-1 now. He'd really like to get one more here. He's on top trying to turn. And Joe Keel's okay with just laying. There are only 14 seconds left in the match. 
and the duel is tied, Doug, 15-15. You're going to see Northwest get the margin, and then they're going to have to go through part of that murder's row of uh, the lightweights for Hastings. Yeah, coming up for Northwest as they get ready to go to 182 pounds, you are going to see uh, coming to the mat, uh, at least supposedly, you got Jeb South, then Grady Grease, then Cooper Kaiser. By the way, Cooper Kaiser has wrestled the least amount of time of anybody here today. Pins in 22 and 7 seconds for the state runner-up last week, showing that he has earned the name Cooper Cobra Kaiser. All right, so we'll see. Jeb South is walking out. He's got to get his dauber up here. Drew Bogard is being handled here by Cooper Smith, the outstanding wrestler for Tri-County, the 51-6 and six senior, and Bogard is going to get pinned. They bumped Drew, or they bumped the Bogard up to 220 again, and he went one and two today by bumping him up twice against some top-notch competition, and that cuts the lead to 30 to 18. Amherst is up 30 to 18 as they go to heavyweight, and they don't have a heavyweight, so it's going to be 30 to 24. Yeah, that. So this just got interesting. That duel did back-to-back pins and a forefoot, so it went from 30 to six to 30 to 24 as they go down 106 pounds. Right, and I think that's Jeb South and Damon Pape, isn't it? Yep. I know. Jeb South out there for Northwest, Damon Pape for Hastings. Pape gets the early takedown. 30 seconds in, he's up 2 to nothing. Yeah, very quick takedown there. They need Jeb South to stay in this, Doug. Uh, he stood over there, and I understand it. That was, you know, he loses an overtime and by pin. Oh, big roll around right there. He just about had Pape on his back instead. He's going to give up two back points is Jeb South, so it's going to be 4-0 now. Boy, Pape is tough, Doug. After some blood time over there in Class A, they resume. Swingman of Columbus has a 5-1 lead over Darris of Grand Island. They're on their feet with 25 seconds to go in the first period, and it'll be Drew Freeze wrestling for Amherst at 106 pounds against Cole Reedy of Tri-County, and Reedy will be the favorite here, and he's got the takedown to go up 2-0, so Tri-County Looking to turn the tables here a little bit in the latter portion of this duel. Three near fall makes it 5 nothing reading. Yeah, that they really are. They're looking to maybe be in the driver's seat. Darris is still fighting Swingman over there, Columbus and Grand Island. And Pape has put South on his back here with 45 seconds to go, but South able to roll through. It's going to be 6 to nothing now in favor of Damon Pape. Man, he, Hastings had, he, had a whole, he kept Pape's arms there. It looked like maybe he was going to be able to come out with something. He's not. Pape does the right thing and just attacks south uh, below the knee. Does a really nice job. Those low-level attacks by Damon Pape are relentless. Darris will take bottom for Grand Island to start the second period, trailing Zwingman of Columbus 5-1. to one. And it is going to be still 8 to nothing in favor of Cole Reedy of Tri-County over Freeze of Amherst in the first period still. Updates on the rest of the duels in the Class A third-place match. It is Burke 22, Millard South 18, wrestling at 182 pounds. The final match will be at 120. In Class B for fifth, Wahoo continues to lead Skyler 30 to nothing. They've had a lot of problems down there with this 170-pound match. It's taken forever. The Class C fifth-place match, it's David City 33, Logan View 15. They're wrestling at 220 pounds. Class C third, they're also wrestling at 220 pounds. It's Battle Creek 30 and Aquinas 21. Yeah, and uh, Jeb South is going to defer his option, and Damon Pape is going to go down. Outstanding sophomore. Pape was a runner-up as a freshman. 
This year was upset in the semis. Only loss of the season. Oh, South tries to go Chauncey. I like it. And South is going to, he's going to get the throw. He only got one swipe, and he's going to get reversed, I think. I like Jeb South shooting his guns here. His final match as well. He's a senior against the sophomore Pape. Pape is just so athletic. He's tough to hold in those spots, Doug, because of how athletic he is. It's 7-0. to zero. South still got a hold of his head and arm, and it's fairly tight. There's nothing happening there. I don't know how he could he'd have to hook a leg with his leg to be able to make something happen here. Just kind of more choking him out than anything. And finally, it's done down here on the Amherst, Matt. We're going to get another pin to even this duel at 30-30. to Cole Reedy of Tri-County pinning the freshman Drew Fries of Amherst in 2 minutes and 27 seconds. Tri-County and Amherst with uh, 13 and the 20-pounders still to go. Yeah, this will be interesting down there, Doug. You take a look at what's uh, still to come for Amherst. Will they have enough to put out there? And uh, I think they have forfeited 13 all day right. long, and they do. Yes. I don't understand this. They had Kratzer signed in, and they have wrestled freeze. They had Hauser signed in, and I don't know. We don't know the backstory. Maybe there's something going on, a variety of things. And they just gave up a forfeit, and so now we move to 120, and that's where Isaiah Shields comes out, who finished fourth at state last that's week. That's not Isaiah Shields. Well, so they might have missed that right off the get-go. Well, Let me they've, double check that. They, well, they've just messed this lineup around. He must have wrestled at 26, Doug. Yes, he did. My bad. Isaiah Shields did start things off uh, by taking care of that. And this will be Paxton Hauser against Monin of Tri-County. And Hauser not only has to win, he's got to win by pin. Well, he's he's going to get thrown, pins. yeah. Tri-County's going to come all the way back. This was 30-6. to six. It's going to end up 42-30. to 30. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's, I mean, it's right in the center of the mat. And there's the pin. Tri-County wins. Why? Wow, wow, wow. Tyler Monin, there was nothing special here. The records were 21 and 21 against 17 and 14, and he just caught him immediately. And the fifth place win will go to Tri-County. And so it went from 30 to 6 Amherst to 48 to 30, or 42 to 30 Tri-County. Class D is over, and after going 15-0 in the first five years of the state duels, Amherst does go 1-2 today. And Jeb South gets his option to start the third period, goes both up. Score is 9-1, Damon Pape of Hastings leads. And Damon Pape's going to take Jeb South down with a beautiful double cross uh, over finish there. Really nice. Burwell and Elkhorn Valley will be in the Class D final. Valentine, Broken Bow in C, Blair and Scud in B, Carney and Lincoln East in A. Continuing coverage of the State High School Wrestling Duels here on Classic Hits, KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island, and the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you at the UNK Health and Sports Center. A big thank you to the many fine sponsors, including uh, the Impact Seed folks, Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer, the major sponsor Again, of high school wrestling coverage. And what we have going on right now is Darris trying to go the distance over here in his match with Zwigman. And right now, Carson is up 11-3. to Excuse me, 12-2. to Zwigman getting the escape here in the third with just 19 seconds to go, 12-2. to And Darris looks like he's going to get the job done. Damon Pape 
11-2 over Jeb South. They've got 30 seconds to go. And so we're down to just the two duels now that Amherst has finished theirs off in Class D. And Darris is a tough kid. He's young. Jeb South going to try to the old flop over finish off the double. Usually doesn't work. And it didn't. 13-2 to two now. That's he, fun to watch. Well, he went out and wrestled tough. I will say that, that he did go out and wrestle Damon Pape. Extremely tough. And Darris is going to get a late takedown here, but not near enough. Columbus and Carson Zwigman wins it by a score of 12-4, to four, and that's enough for a major decision. So it's Columbus 17, Grand Island 12 as they go to 182 pounds. And Pape ends up beating Jeb South 13-2, to two, and Hastings... Now up. Now Hastings tying it. No, that'll be a four-pointer. Excuse me. They will be up 19-18 on the major decision. Yeah, now uh, all the way up through 100, up to 106. Northwest will be favored here in these next several matches. And be honest, they should get big bonus. And then that'll leave it up to Miller, Brown, and Kyle uh, for Hastings High to try to return the favor in the lighter weights against Northwest, but you've got Colin Quant in there, and that's not going to be an easy one. That should be a great one between Brown and Quant yeah, if they keep them there. That's right. Which I think they will. Yeah, I think now. You've got good 20-pounders, too. So, I think you want this this matchup uh, uh, the, the way they have it. Back on our Class A match, fifth-place match between Grand Island and Columbus. And we'll see the uh, Islanders try to pick up some points here with Kila Vion. Dalen taking on Anthony Deanda. Deanda, an outstanding wrestler, will be the favorite in this one as well for Columbus, who leads the duel now 23-12. to Columbus picking up the six-point forfeit at 182 pounds. The Islanders not putting out an 82-pounder. Yeah, Kyle Patton from Hastings comes out and is wrestling Grady Grease from Grand Island Northwest, and of course we know Grady Grease so far, only one loss on the season, lost to the Wahoo wrestler in the state finals a week ago. Grady, just a sophomore. You don't see these guys, these sophomore, freshman sophomores doing this well uh, up to here at these upper weights, but Grady's had a tremendous season. Kelebeon, uh still no score there against Anthony Dienda. Kelebeon is a tough dude to wrestle, Doug. We've watched him the last uh, last week, and he just he keeps coming. Well, Grady Grease, I mean, he ran into the man-child, uh, lost his only match of the year in last week's state championship, and just it looked like soft. It looked like he was taking on a college wrestler. I mean, uh, the kid that beat him just looked more mature, and Grady's pretty mature, but you can see the difference, and Grease is going to get the takedown again to make it 4-1. to one. He's got the cradle locked up, does Grady Grease. He just needs to stay real patient with it, and he'll get the turn here. Now he just scooped up that other leg. He'll get the pin. Nope, he lost the other leg. Still should pin him here, I think. 30 seconds to go. He's got him squarely on the mat here. Grease, again, last week in the state finals, that's the only match that went the distance, and there's the pin. And that'll do it in a minute and 39 seconds. Grady Grease may have just set a record. Let's hear what they say. So he's had a great, great year. The only match that went the distance was last week's state final. 52 pins. And that tied in with Derek Robb for the most pins all class. How about that? That's what the announcement was. I, 
wasn't sure if he had caught him or he was one back. Again, all of Greece's wins this year were either by pin or forfeit. And I think there were five forfeits, if, if my remembrance from a couple of weeks ago when we did the wrestling rally was right. Now get ready, because here comes Cooper Kaiser. He's been out there for 29 seconds today. One by a pin in 22 in the first match. One by a pin in seven seconds in the second match against Scud. They may not even have time to get him up on track wrestling. They but didn't last time. No, no, it was bang, bang, and he was all done. But Hastings, who should have been open here, will put out Evan Marara, who would, who would have been their 95-pounder, so they've Watch done out. some bumping around. Here Here's, comes the Cobra. Yeah, the Cobra's in on the takedown. <laughs> <laughs> Cobra Kaiser up 2-0, 25 seconds into the match. He's already wrestled longer than he has all day. He's probably frustrated by that. Caleb Vione actually has a 1-0 lead here for Grand Island. He's got the first period escape over Deonda of Columbus. This would be huge for Grand Island to stay in the duel. This is one they're the underdog in. Let's see if Dalen can hang around in here. One yeah. minute to go, second period. That's what I said, Dalen Calavion. He's just a tough dude. Oh, he's going to give up a takedown here. On the edge of the mat, 2-1, to one, and a restart will come. And now Kaiser, again, trying to work for a pin combination over here oh, against Marara. Ripping the arm of Evan Marara off, and he's getting swipes, Doug. Now he transitions to a headlock. Marara's in trouble. 45 seconds left. Kaiser in control, looking for his third first period pin of the duels. Now he's going to take that arm and run it over the mouth and nose. Start to cut the air off. 30 seconds to go in the first period. And there it is. Cooper Kaiser strikes with the Cobra, Doug. That's lights out. Three first period pins uh, today. And that sticks uh, Grand Island Northwest directly in this thing. They need the heavyweight to do his job. That's going to put them up by, I think, 11 Cobra Kaiser in a minute 35. He went 22 seconds, 7 seconds, a minute 35. 3-0 today for Grand Island Northwest. And it puts him up 30-19, to 19, Larry. And you get Cooper Kaiser back again next year, Doug. Yeah. I think, and I'll be interested when we talk to Coach Seabrands, he was a nice wrestler this year. He went farther than they expected in the state tournament. Something happened down there in, in either conference or state that, that t- turned his season. Sometimes there's not that moment. Sometimes you're just Connor Lauks, and you've been good from the moment you stepped on the mat as a freshman. Sometimes there's that moment. And uh, in his quarterfinal match, it was 3-3 with 30 seconds to go, and he ended up uh, being the aggressor and uh, picking up the uh, victory uh, and advancing on to the semifinals and, and then hitting a big win in the semifinals and going into the parade of champions. Yeah, and sometimes what happens, Doug, it could have been in the room. It could have been a deal where he took Grady down. Like, literally, it could be a deal where he got a takedown on Grady Grease, maybe turned him, you know, something like that in the room. And all of a sudden, there is just that deal that clicks. When you go to bed that night, all of a sudden, you go, I can do this. And because and, you're right, in these last really kind of three to four weeks, he's been a different kid. So congratulations to him. Now Hastings has got to find a way to get things going. And Josh Cahillas has jumped out quickly here at heavyweight over Marcos Martinez, taking him down blood time quickly. But it's already 4 to nothing, and Hastings really needs this. Yeah, and Cahillas, it was a really nice takedown. And uh, Marcos Martinez was lucky they went out of bounds, or he'd have been pinned. Had a little bit of blood time there. Uh, Cahillas, not a state qualifier for Hastings. We know... 
Marcos Martinez went two and two, was beaten in the uh, crying round to get in for a medal in the round of eight. All that in the first 20 seconds here. And interesting, too, because they really needed something out of Cahillas in that Blair match, and he just kind of leaned on his heavyweight, and now he has come out like a cannonball. Yes, he has. And he's, he's taking Martinez down again. He might pin him here. Nope. Ran out of room. Rebounds. They gave him two swipes, though. Caleb uh, is down now 7-2 to for Grand Island with a minute to go in the match as they wrestle on their feet against Deonda of Columbus. And he's having to take chances, and it might cost him another takedown here. Yeah, I think so. I think it's 7 to 3. He fights it off. Well, yeah, he's doing all right. Marcos Martinez just needs to get back to his feet here. Again, Amherst has been defeated in the Class D fifth-place match, falling by a score of 42-30 to to Tri-County. Maxwell beat Mullen in the third-place match, 43-36. to The other six duels are continuing. And when we're done here, we should have a... A little bit of a break before we get to the championship duels. That'll be at 5.30 featuring Lincoln East and Carney High for the Class A state championship. It'll be Scott and Blair and B, Broken Bow and Valentine and C. And Deanna now trying to get a late pin. And D, of course, Burwell and Elkhorn Valley. Our Class A match down to 10 seconds. Deanna trying to get the pin and some bonus points here. He actually does do get a... The uh, swipes here that'll take it from 9-3 to 12-3 and make it a major decision. Yeah, and that's a big deal. So an extra point in Columbus now up 27-12 to as they go to the 220-pounders. They'll have five matches left over there in that Class A duel. Yeah, and it's 6-2. to They're back on their feet uh, in Class B with Josh Cahillas of Hastings and Marcos Martinez of Northwest. I don't see this thing going the distance. These two guys are throwing haymakers, and somebody's going to run out of gas. I mean, Cahillas just keeps charging Marcos Martinez. Now they're, they're telling him, keep the hands out of the face. It's almost like maybe they know each other. Good. A little better than some. Well, the thing is, and, and they may have wrestled somewhere down the line and had something goofy happen. Well, they've got a blood time, so let's take a break as uh, they have more wrestling coming up here from the state duels, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth place matches. All the A, B, and Cs are continuing on. The Class A Grand Island match is up to 220 pounds as they have just uh, come on the mat here in the uh, Class A fifth place match as Oscar Richter comes out for Grand Island. We'll let you know how he did right after this. You see it every weekend. Teams at every level emphasizing the look of their uniform. Look sharp, play sharp. It's what they're affirming. And Pro Team Design puts any sports apparel style, screen print, or embroidery at your fingertips. In person or online, the latest designs from the widest selection of brands. Look sharp, play sharp with Pro Team Design. 2716 Old Fair Road, Grand Island. Or shop and order online at ProTeamDesign.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. 
Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. College basketball update from this afternoon. Creighton getting a huge win after having a three-game losing streak. Of course, last week they played right after the wrestling championships. They transformed that floor, and it didn't work out so well. They got upset by Marquette, but they knock off number three, Villanova, today, 89-83 to in Omaha. So that's a big boost. They were heading the wrong way for that NCAA tournament committee, but that is a huge, huge win. And, of course, tomorrow... Hopefully the, everything is dried up enough because I know they want to party in Lincoln for for the uh, Nebraska-Penn State men's game at 4.15. The women play at Maryland at 11 on 12.30 a.m. KHAS. The men play on the breeze, 94.5, and the Big Ten Network at 4.15 tomorrow. A huge game for both teams who are on the bubble. Yeah, big takedown down here for Oscar Richter of Grand Island over Eddie Laredo from Columbus, so he leads 2-1. to one. Just as I say that, Laredo gets out, so it's going to be 2-2. Two to two. We just ended the first period finally in uh, the Marcos Martinez from Northwest and Josh Cajillas from Hastings match. Uh, They got Marcos Martinez can't stop bleeding. Cajillas is up 6-2, and Martinez decides to go down here in period number two. Oh, goodness. Checking the blood again. again. So back over... To uh, an update here for you. Class A, third place match. It's Burke 31, Millard South 21. They're wrestling at heavyweight. That means this one and three more to go because the last match is at 120 in this round. And then, of course, it is Columbus 27, Grand Island 12 in the Class A fifth, wrestling at 220. Class B third, it is Northwest 30, Hastings 19, wrestling at heavyweight. Class B fifth place match. They are up to 106 pounds, so they've made the turn. Wahoo's going to win it. They're up 48 to 9. The Class C third place match, they are ready to wrap it up. Battle Creek's going to win it. They're up 42 to 33 over Aquinas, and they're wrestling the last match. And then uh, Class C fifth place match, they're also wrestling the last match. And David City will win it. They're up 45 to 27 in that match. So some are getting ready to finish up. And uh, Class A, our Grand Island match, is the farthest one behind. Yeah, it's yeah they're still at 220. Two to two between Richter and Laredo, with 30 seconds to go in the second period. They're on their feet. Richter, not a big record, but again, seeing him last week at the state meet, tough kid. He went one and two. Lost a close match. And Marcos Martinez still bleeding. They're running the blood time. That's that's really a shock. Normally, the minute they get, get it stopped, they cut it. I wonder if this is a situation where it's a cut and they just can't get the blood to stop. It might not be the nose, Doug. Most times what they do is they run that blood time, and as soon as they get it stopped, the blood stopped, they cut the time. Yeah, and they just cut it there. You get five minutes for the entire match of blood time. You get two minutes the entire match for injury time. Yeah, and, I mean, he's down to a minute something of blood time. Hey, by the way, this just occurred to me with the injury time. We had the fewest amount of Metro timeouts in the history of the state wrestling tournament last week. We always make fun of it. 
it happened a couple of times, but it didn't happen very much. So I don't know where that came along, but it should be mentioned that they get made fun of or, or that gets pointed out a lot. It didn't happen. It didn't no, it happen near as much. much. It's like when you talk about, if you don't talk about the referees, they must have done a good job. Yep. You always talk about them when you think there's a problem. Well, good job on not having all those Metro timeouts last week at the state tournament. Yeah, I would agree with that. Our state wrestling coverage brought to you in part by Impact Seed. Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Richter took the 3-2 to two lead back straight out of the center. They didn't get a stall call there. But Richter's up 3-2. to two. They're on their feet. Minute 45 left. Laredo's putting some pressure on. Marcos Martinez just stood up and went straight to his back, Doug. Cajillas is trying to pin him here, but Martinez squirms out of there. And two near fall points. That'll make it 8-4. to Two in favor of Cajillas. Now an escape by Martinez. They're on their feet. Eight, three, minute 40, and now they just want to throw each other. Yeah, that's I, somebody's going to get pinned here. I'd like to see Martinez fight back into this position. Well, know. Martinez just looks like the bigger heavyweight out here, and I would think Cajillas would have a hard time trying to throw him. But it's all when you get to these big boys, balance, Physics, they don't talk too much about that in the wrestling room. But no, I mean, that is you, the case. you just get momentum going one direction, and it's tough to stop it. I will say Cajillas is a lot taller, but this is a big match in this duel. Grand Island Northwest leads 30-19 to 19 over Hastings. Hastings to get themselves right back in it. And I, I mean, they're favored probably in the next three matches. Well, our Class C fifth place match is all done. David City beating Logan View. And they wasted no time taking down the scoreboard because they're going to pick that mat up. Yeah, they picked up that D mat almost all the way already as well. Yeah. Because they want to be ready for the finals, which will go to four mats. And I guess, Larry, in the past they have kind of separated it so you could walk down the middle yeah. of the mats and they may want to do that again. And the people that sell the tape love that. More blood time over there in Class B. Yeah, this Richter match coming down to the end, Doug. Richter and Laredo, it's 3-2. to two. Laredo's got Richter in some trouble here. Richter's fighting him off. Oh, this is going to be a big finish. 24 seconds left. Two, Richter. 5-2 to two there. Richter lets him go. It's 5-3. to three. This is still a match. 15 seconds left. They're on their feet. Laredo from Columbus takes the shot. Richter circles, trying to circle back in. Five to three here, eight seconds to go. And Laredo's been a been a goer. He's going to come after Richter here, down in on a leg. Oh, just about goes behind. Three, two, one. Big win for Richter. Oscar Richter wins there. Five to three. What a finish. Picks up three points. That's not a ton, but uh, Grand Island's going to need them all right now if they hope to get back into this duel, trailing 27 to 15 as they go to heavyweight. Yep, and I'm thinking sometime around mid-June, uh, we'll see the 106-pounders come out for Grand Island Northwest and Hastings. <laughs> yeah, that. Well, they're getting the second period rolling here. At least the clock's been running. We're down to 20 seconds to go, but Cahillas of Hastings leading it by a score of 8-3. Uh, to three. For Columbus, if they don't switch the lineup up, They'll go state qualifier, fifth place, state qualifier, state qualifier. Grand Island will go state qualifier, third place, state qualifier, state qualifier. So Columbus looks in really good shape right here because uh, Grand Island not only needs to win, 
but they're going to have to pick up some bonus points, and if they go 3-1, and one, they're going to need major bonus points. Well, the thing is, like they did against Gretna, when you've got Alicio Ramirez and Juan Pedro coming in for you at 6-13, and 13, you got a chance. Those are two tough dudes. And it's all done down here in the Class C third-place match as Aquinas beats Battle Creek 48-33. We're going to take a break and be back with more wrestling right after this. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing will make sure your home or business... Class record. Longest match ever. (laughs) (laughs) We're setting them one after another today, Doug. So we're down to three mats. We do have uh, Wahoo finishing things off uh, with the Class B third place or fifth place here. Wahoo uh, able to uh, get the win and uh, take that home. So the final score there for Wahoo in their fifth place match over Skyler was 51-21. to Okay, now and uh, Ethan McPhillips, that big giant heavyweight. I bet you Coach T loves having that guy on his team there for Grand Island. Wrestling uh, Tristan Culford from Columbus, 0-0, 40 seconds left in the first period. Now at 106 pounds, Doug, I think there's been an injury or something because Hastings did not send a six-pounder out again. So Northwest Colin Quad against Bryce Brown, and that will officially do it because the most that uh, Hastings could score is 12 points, and it's now 14, Northwest 36, Hastings 22. Yeah, and uh, they're gonna, you're going to get fireworks there. It's going to end up being Bryce Brown. That was a total. Both guys had body locks on against Colin Quant. Both guys had body locks, and Quant went for it, had it, and Bryce Brown rolled him through. Bryce Brown might pin him here. Bryce Brown's got him right in the middle of the mat. Still a minute 11 to go. Your Bryce Brown, just don't get overzealous here. Just let this thing work itself out. And there's the pin. Wow. Omaha Burke bounces back from being shattered by Lincoln East in the semifinals to beat Millard South, who had that nice early round win over Gretna. Burke 40, Millard South 33 to take third place in Class A. And that pin took just 59 seconds between two quality wrestlers. Yeah, really good kids there. That was a deal where they both just ended up through a scramble. Nobody went out and went for it. But in a a scramble, they both came up with a body lock, and they were tight. When that happens, there's going to be fireworks. And now we come up to the 120-pound match, and I don't know that they're going to send anybody out. Hastings is just going to uh, get the forfeit there, and Northwest says, that's enough. We will take third place here. Northwest, 42. Hastings, 28. Northwest beating Hastings for the second time this year. The first time was 30-28. to Yeah, and you take here and... In, in the season for both teams, they've had tremendous Class B seasons, Doug. Uh, for C, uh, Grand Island Northwest, you're going to get two trophies out of this deal, a runner-up trophy a week ago, third-place trophy here. Hastings going to take some hardware home, take the fourth-place trophy home after a top-five finish last week. Both of these guys had really good seasons. Two weeks in a row, fourth place for Hastings, second place last week in the team race, and third place this week for Grand Island Northwest. And it was fun to be able to talk about it, these teams, and we talked about it last week, for the first time in our 20 years together, or my 20 years here in Kearney, Class B 
was the class that was talked about the most uh, well, yeah. of, of the classes in our listening area. You and I have done this a long time, Doug, and it's never B. You know, we've always, we give updates out of B, and, and the action was in B this yeah. year from Including our listening Lexington, area. And throw Lexington yes. in there as well. Uh, they were in the top ten all year long, and Adams Central had a pretty decent state tournament. Uh, Nolan Berry got to the finals. They had three other medalists. Uh, there was a lot of talk in Class B. Orange was uh, Hastings and Lexington a lot in there, and Northwest kind of ended up being the best of the B teams in, in our area, and their depth really helped them out there. Hastings definitely had some big hitters, probably had the most big hitters, but uh, these two teams uh, really have emerged, and uh, let's see if they can kind of keep it going. Obviously, uh, Hastings is going to lose Connor Lauchs, and uh, Northwest has got a lot of those kids coming back next year that made it into the medal stand last week in Omaha. Yeah, both of these teams have got a pretty fair amount coming back, and it doesn't matter what year it is. Lex has always got a bunch of tough dudes, and they're going to graduate some of those guys too, but uh, they're going to be right in there. You know, they were up on that leaderboard all weekend last weekend, uh, tremendous program, and Adam Central always seems to do fine. So there's still plenty of juice in uh, Class B, that's for sure. And remember, we are now down to just the final duel, and Grand Island's heavyweight Ethan McPhillips is out there against Tristan Cofford of Columbus, a 28-26 and 26 senior. And Cofford trying to get the take. Uh, we are scoreless, excuse me, here in the third period. Neither guy has been able to get off bottom. All McPhillips needs to do is get out, but he hasn't been able to, and they're going to restart with 12 seconds to go. And again, this is a must-win for Grand Island, trailing 27 to 15, and they've had plenty of blood time uh, as well. As soon as this duel becomes official, we will take a break and uh, send it back to the studios and prepare for the championships. Uh, we do have the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show uh, coming up. You're listening to KKPR FM, Carney Grand Island Hastings, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Coach McCurdy here from Lincoln East. Coach Bongi, one week after retiring, he's here as well. Uh, we're we're going to have some changes. A couple years ago, we talked about it in football. There's going to be a lot of new faces in high school wrestling for head coaches, uh, at least five or six that have become uh, aware here. Coach Bricker at Holdridge, Coach West uh, down at Elm Creek, or a couple in the area, Coach Bongi up at uh, Boone Central, Newman Grove. Uh, there's a couple more that, that are out there as well. Larry. Yeah, I got told Dom Reichs today. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Uh, but I did get told that. So, yeah, there are quite a few. I see Coach McCurdy down here, the old coach from uh, Lincoln East. His son now the head coach at Lincoln East. They're, of course, they're all wandering around here. I saw Galen Camrath earlier. But there are. You're seeing a big changing of the guard right now. We are headed to overtime in the heavyweights. There was a little burst of emotion, or a burst of uh, McPhillips off the restart, but he couldn't get out. And now... He's trying to circle around and get the takedown, and he will. Boy, all that, we wrestled six minutes, no score, ten seconds in overtime, and Ethan McPhillips will get the takedown to win it two to nothing and keep Grand Island's hopes alive. They cut it to 27-18 to with three matches to go. And Grand Island brings some good kids coming here. You're going to get Alicio Ramirez, the senior, placed third at the state meet a week ago. Doug, he's going to come out now, and then you're going to get Juan Pedro at 13. These are good kids. As these gentlemen come out here, again, Grand Island's only in this position because of what Pedro and Ramirez did in the final two duel against Gretna, ended up getting it to criteria, tying at 33, and they won the criteria on the third one, or letter C, 
Uh, earlier today, we had Battle Creek beat Arlington all the way up at letter H in criteria, 38-37. And right away, in on a single leg is Ramirez, and he should be able to finish this. There he goes with the trip and gets the two-point takedown and rides him out of bounds. Yeah, we know Sierney's tough from Columbus, but I'm just telling you, don't let the record say anything. Alicio Ramirez has medaled the state a couple times third a week ago, and he is just a grinder, Doug. Again, we'll be back at 5.30 with the state championships, the final session of wrestling for the 2017-18 season. Larry, quick thought on uh, each one of those finals, how you think they're going to go and uh, what we'll be looking for. Well, I think with Carney East, East is such a complete team, Doug. They qualified everybody a week ago and only had one wrestler not win a match. All other wrestlers either medaled, were state champs, or all went two and two. So they had so many of these guys get all the way deep into that tournament. They're a very complete roster. Nine medalists, by the way, for East. Yes. And yeah. three of those were champs. Yeah, I mean, so they're a very complete roster. Carney's going to have to have everything screwed together. They're going to be without Nick James. So Kinnaman, you know, uh, is, is going to have uh, a pretty good ride there. Uh, a lot of it's going to depend on what they do with their lineups. I highly doubt they're going to march them out 14 in a row as they wait them in. You're going to have some changes there. So A should be some fireworks. It's hard for me to believe that that, that full lineup from East um, uh, without Nick James uh, uh, won't lean that way. In Class B, I think it's Scott. Blair's had the nice little run, but I think it's Scott. Uh, I think Grand Island Northwest was, the, was, was probably the – uh, actually the best team today here in Class B. They had kind of fell apart in a couple matches against Scott, so I think Scott there and, and David City, or excuse me, Valentine in Class C. Uh, everybody thinks that's the deal. Don't sleep on Broken Bow. Broken Bow's good enough. Broken Bow beat Grand Island Northwest this year in a duel, Doug. They are really good, headlined by two Dudas. Uh, and then, of course, in Class... They are 4-0 today. Yes, they are. And in Class D... It's Burwell simply. They're just so deep. Well, we'll see how it all plays out. And uh, we've got some more blood time over here in this Class A match. They're finally ready to get the second period underway. Alicio Ramirez is up 2 to nothing over Clay Cerny of Columbus, and Cerny will take bottom. Uh, this is the 12th of 14 matches in this duel, and it is 27-18 Columbus. So Grand Island still has a chance to bring home uh, fifth place. There is no... <laughs> Again, you get fourth, uh, then you get a plaque, and you went one and two. You get fifth, you went two and one, and, and you don't get nothing but a slap on the back and pride. But uh, that's what the Islanders are trying uh, to do here uh, in, in this match. And you'll hear a motion today for Carney now seeing themselves probably as the underdog and having the hometown crowd against Lincoln East. But I really think the most noise will come out of that Valentine broken bow. Uh, Valentine had been charging, charging, charging. Now, now they finally won the championships in both Omaha and Kearney the last couple of years. Broken Bow's been coming and coming and coming. Now they have a chance to win their first state championship. Yeah, and Doug, all year it, it has really looked like this was kind of the event Broken Bow was shooting for. They knew that down there at the state tournament, Valentine had all that big high power, right, to score those uh, points. They knew they probably weren't going to win the state individual championship but all year it has looked like they had a chance to win this one. So this isn't kind of a leftover deal for Broken Bow. This is what they've shot for, and both communities traveled really well to this. I do think you're going to get a pretty raucous environment out of that duel. 
Well, Alicia Ramirez is trying to help everybody in the building. He is riding out Cerny, and they have moved about two feet <laughs> off center in this second period, and the clock is rattled down to 30 seconds. So 90 seconds has been 90 seconds here in the second period, and Ramirez trying to find a way to turn him, but really not all that hard, and uh, they are still in the center circle of the entire wrestling mat here and they will be going into the third period with Alicio Ramirez leading this by a score of two to nothing as we're inside 10 seconds he finally tried to get him turned but Cerny's able to roll through so it'll be two to nothing and again we're hanging with you because Grand Island still has a chance to win this duel down 27 to 18 Uh, they may need to win the last four matches uh, but they got the first one at heavyweight and overtime and Ramirez is now leading here going into the third period and he will take bottom yeah, he needs to get out, and then I really think they'll probably going to look to try to do something feet to back, something big. They're going to need some bonus in here. I don't think they're going to run the table on Columbus here. Pedro's looking to get out here. He's to his feet. Cierney returns him. Or Alicio Ramirez, excuse me. See, and I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't want Pedro comes out next. Looking to get the reversal. And now this is tough if you're Siri because... He just got ridden out earlier. Juan Pedro can lift that far elbow. He might get some back points here, Doug. Romero's getting the reversal, makes it four to nothing. I hope you're right on Pedro too. I hope he comes out and gets a good win. Yeah, I hope so too. Oh, now Cerny's going to get out. This is where Alicio Ramirez is pretty good on his feet. You see, he stays on the edge. He's got minute twenty left here. Ooh, that was a really nice shot by Cerny. They're going to go out of bounds. One minute, 16 left. Four to one. Alicio Ramirez leads. Clay Cierney of Columbus. And now we've got blood. Of course we do. Or did he poke him in the eye? I think he poked him in the eye. That's what happened. Cierney poked him in the eye. He gave him the old three stooges. (laughs) (laughs) And they're ready to go again. State wrestling duels from the UNK Health and Sports Center. KKPR-FM, Kearney. Amherst, Cambridge, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The rest of the duels have been done for a long time now, and we still have two more matches after this one as they await to prepare the championship mats here for our finals. And uh, we will run things down for you and jump into our New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Here's what has happened so far today at the State High School Dual Championships. In Class A quarterfinals, number one Lincoln East, blank Lincoln Southeast, 70 to nothing. Number five, Omaha Burke, 44 to 27 over Columbus. Yeah, and Alicio Ramirez is going to get a takedown with back points here. They want the pin so bad. It's going to be six, seven, eight, nine to one now. So it takes it to a major decision with 15 seconds to go. Good job by Ramirez. That'll be four points for Grand Island if he doesn't give up an escape. And he's able to bring him back down. Certainly got to his feet. He's able to bring him back down to the mat. He'll be able to ride him out. Nine to one. One last chance there by Cerny with two seconds. 
But a great job by Ramirez to win it 9-1, four points. It's Columbus 27, Grand Island 22 with two matches to go. Back to what happened earlier today in Class A. Millard South, the sixth seed over number three, Gretna, 58-29. And Carney, the two seed over Grand Island, 52-21. In the semifinals, Lincoln East beat Burke, 54-20. And Carney beat Millard South, 49-23. In the consolations, Columbus beat Lincoln Southeast, 60-18. And on criteria C, Grand Island beat Gretna, 34 to 33. Right now, we're in this fifth and sixth place match with Columbus leading Grand Island 27 to 22. Yeah, Juan Pedro is going to come out now for the Islanders, and it's a five-point duel. Tanner Kobza, the freshman with a 38 and 14 record for Columbus. Pedro, also a freshman, and on the shot, but out of bounds. Back to what also happened earlier today in the third place match: Omaha Burke beat Millard South 40 to 33. One and two, Lincoln Easton Kearney will meet for the Class A state dual championship. In Class B, quarterfinals, number one Blair had to win the final match at 106 pounds just to beat number eight Skyler, 39-36. Number five, Hastings over Plattsmouth, 56-18. Number three, Northwest over Sydney, 51-30. And number two, Scott over Wahoo, 44-30. In the semifinals, Blair beat Hastings 36-24, and Scott came back to beat Northwest 42-33, winning the final two matches uh, with 11 points or 10 points in those final two matches. In the consolations, it was Skyler over Plattsmouth 50-24 and Wahoo over Sydney 48-30. Fifth place goes to Wahoo 51-21 over Skyler. Third place goes to Northwest beating Hastings 42-28. Blair and Scutt will be in the finals. Class C, your quarterfinals this morning. It was number one Aquinas over Wilbur Claytonia, 47-29. Number five Valentine beat David City, 42-33. Number three Broken Bow over Loganview, 58-9. And by criteria H, number two Battle Creek over Arlington, 38-37. In the semifinals, Valentine knocked out Aquinas, 45-30. And Broken Bow rolled Battle Creek, 57-15. In the consolations, David City beat Wilbur Claytonia, 45-24. Loganview over Arlington, 39-28. Fifth went to David City, beating Loganview, 45-30. Third went to Aquinas, downing Battle Creek, 48-33. Valentine and Broken Bow will be in the championship. Back to our action down here in the A-mat, Larry. Yeah, Juan Pedro really close to getting a takedown, Doug. I don't think he's going to get it. Maybe still going to get it, but it was close to maybe a takedown to the back. He just about had Kobza on his back. Ten seconds left. Let's see if he can finish. This is a very important takedown. Yes, he does. Juan Pedro is going to get the takedown with five seconds left, Doug. And that'll be the score going into the second period. Our Class D quarterfinals today. Pender had six open weights, and number one Burwell beat him 63-12. to Number four Maxwell over Tri-County, 46-36. Number three Elkhorn Valley over Amherst, 48-21. And number two Mullen over Cambridge, 38-36. In the semifinals, Burwell down Maxwell, 64-12. And Elkhorn Valley down Mullen, 39-33. In the consolations, Tri-County over Pender, 54-18. And Amherst beat Cambridge, 42-36. In the fifth place match, Amherst had their guns out early, and they were up 30-6, to but a couple of forfeits and then a bunch of pins helped Tri-County rally for a 42-30 win to take fifth. Third went to Maxwell downing Mullen, 43-36. Burwell and Elkhorn Valley will be wrestling for the Class D championship. Yeah, minute 30 left now. Juan Pedro is on the bottom. Second period here. He still leads 2-0. That was a great late takedown there by Pedro. Again, the UNK wrestling team is competing in the NCAA regionals that are going on out in New Mexico. 
Also want to let the Lopers know that uh, they have just released the women's basketball bracket. And Monday night, UNK, the five seed. Boy, the four seed gets that double bye, but they're the fifth seed, and they'll host Missouri Western here at the Health and Sports Center on Monday night. If, if they win that, then they get to go all the way to Kansas City to take on Central Oklahoma at 8-15 on Thursday night. And if the Lopers make the semifinals, they would play on Saturday night at 6 p.m. We're awaiting the men's bracket should be coming out here uh, very shortly as well. But UNK looking to get seven members to the Division II National Tournament starting the day in wrestling. Yeah, Juan Pedro gets an escape and a takedown, so it's 5-0 to zero now, three, uh, 30 seconds left here in the second period. So Grand Island's come all the way back to get within five, and this thing just might come down to the freshman Luka Savage, Colby Luka Savage, uh, at 120 pounds for Grand Island. And Columbus would have Thad Baldwin coming out there. A pair of state qualifiers from last week. We're down to the final 10 seconds of the second period here as Grand Island was down 27-12, to 12, but they've strung some wins together. And we will go to the third period with a score of 5 to nothing. Juan Pedro over Tanner Kobza. Again, Oscar Richter winning at 220. Ethan McPhillips in overtime. Richter won 5 to 3. Then Alicio Ramirez wins a major decision 9 to 1. And now, can they? And again, they now Grand Island's at a point where they don't need no uh, they don't need the bonus points because uh, they have to win both of these two. Yep, two wins will do it for them. They'll win 28-27. As we go to the third, Kobza took bottom. He hadn't been able to get off the bottom the entire match. Yeah, nice mat return there by Juan Pedro. Kobza come to his feet, and Pedro returned him. We'll see here. Nice ride. Got a high half. That's a good ride because he's out to the side. He's not going to get worn for stalling. If Pedro holds on to win this, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back with that last match of this duel between Grand Island and Columbus and finally Cobes is able to get out of there and make it 5-1 to one. and so now Cobes has a minute and 10 to do something from his feet here against Juan Pedro of Grand Island Pedro trying to keep it on the outside of course, smart move just in case you get into a little bit of trouble yeah the best way to just ice this thing is get another takedown if you're Juan Pedro 5-1 the score pretty quiet right now not a big Grand Island following, although there are some Islander fans over there. Kind of just, I think, crossing their fingers, hoping that they can get the win. No matter what, it's over for Grand Island. Their season ends here in the next 10 minutes, one way or the other, if there's no blood time. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Don't you dare. Down to 30 seconds to go. Columbus coaches saying we got to get going. Got to do something here for Cobza. 20 seconds. Pedro is just going to. Hang on and win this thing. 15 seconds. There really hasn't been a whole lot of action, a lot of hand tying. There's a shot. Yeah, he's just going to slide him by. Pedro slid Cobes up by. I don't think it's going to result in a score, but seven seconds to go. They go out of bounds, so one more restart. And not enough time for Cobes to get anything done. So Juan Pedro is going to get the win here by a score of 5-1. to one. It's Columbus 27, Grand Island 25. We have the final match of this duel when we return here on Classic Hits. 
Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. And we get an announcement from the PA. They must have went to lunch, Larry. We're finally going to get some noise up there from the PA. But Kobe Lucas-Savage is going to get an early takedown here in the first period. So Grand Island gets a 2-0 lead over the sophomore Thad Baldwin. Uh, Both of them are right around 500 wrestlers. So uh, this could go either way. But Grand Island trying to win the last five matches to rally and win this duel. They were down 27-12. Now it's 27-25 Columbus, and this is it. Yeah, and Colby Lucas-Savage, he's a freshman, Doug, very tough kid. And he gets the quick takedown. He's up 2-0, minute left in the second period, riding tough. But he's a good kid. Let's see what we can do. By the way, kind of some couple of neat mats. They're wrestling on a new Lincoln High wrestling mat, and there's even a Crawford mat. That's going to have a long way to find its home after tonight. The Junior Rams, it says down there. So the... <laughs> The uh, My guess is the little kids program probably bought it. Well, good for them. As we're awaiting the finals, 5.30. And again, this uh, Columbus-Grand Island duel has been the only one going on for about 25 minutes now. And Grand Island may make us uh, worth the wait here if they come all the way back. This will be a tough one for Columbus if they don't uh, hold on. I mean, again, the world doesn't end. This is the fifth-place Class A duel, but... Uh, there is a little pride on the line, and Grand Island's trying to finish it off strong. They could have been home by now. Yeah, if no, Criteria hadn't won their way against Gretna, they would be home by now. And I mean literally at home. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, they would have gone home. But this is, uh, and like you said, I, what difference does it make whether it's fifth or sixth? Well, it does make a difference. They're down there coaching like crazy. and You win or lose. Yep, you're exactly right. That's why there's, that's why there's competition. Somebody wins and somebody doesn't. And that is the end of the first period. So two to nothing. Lucas Savage had that takedown in the first 30 seconds, and he's able to ride Baldwin out for 90 seconds. And Baldwin is going to choose bottom here in the second period, and he's going to make Lucas Savage ride him out again. So Baldwin's going to have to change some tactics here if he wants to get out. And what will Lucas Savage do from the top as we are underway 15 seconds into the second period? Yeah, I you can go back down, but I mean, that ride was awful tough by Colby Lucas Savage after the takedown. A couple of highlights. I know it's been a long day of wrestling, but both Derek Robb of Sydney, they only wrestled twice. He went two and zero, and Cameron Riggs of uh, Maxwell, who uh, went three and zero today, so he remained an undefeated four-time state champion. We did have the. Uh, uh, Bryce Brown avenged the loss to the Blair wrestler, the state champion, and, and take his undefeated season away today in the semis. Yes. So, uh, you, you know, and you 
you don't get a ton of them, but you get a few of those kind of showcase pieces down here at this event every year, and we were able to get some of those. Connor Lauchs looked good today for Hastings among some. Cooper Kaiser had three first-period pins today for Grand Island, 22 seconds, 7 seconds, a minute 35 seconds to pick up three wins uh, for Grand Island Northwest. Grady Grease uh, right by him. Uh, he looked equally as good today. Uh, Amherst, Jaron Potts actually looked good today for uh, Amherst as uh, they wrestled. Yeah, and I thought Trace Bosch did as well. You know, he takes one loss, but that's always fun to see state champ on state champ, and that uh, match in and of itself was worth the price of admission today. Nothing has changed over here. Lucas Savage continues to ride Baldwin. Sometimes they ask, how can you broadcast wrestling? Well, when it's like this, it is tough. There has been nothing going on here. These really, all these matches here that Grand Island have been winning are going the distance, and they've all been fairly low scoring, and it's still 2 to nothing. 30 seconds remaining here in the period. So right now, uh, three minutes plus Lucas Savage riding in the first and second period here over Baldwin. And then Lucas Savage, I believe, unless I missed that, that he took top, uh, Lucas Savage will get to choose in the third. Yeah, and he'll go down, he'll get a reversal, and we're going to get two more minutes of this. <laughs> and the final few seconds of the second period roll off again, though. At least uh, it was two minutes of actual time, and it just rolls right off, and it's two to nothing, Lucas Savage. And it comes down to this. If Lucas Savage wins, then uh, Grand Island will win. And if not, Columbus comes back, they'll win, and uh, Lucas Savage elects to go both up here. Jeez, uh, I almost would have taken tot before I did that. Nope. Blast double. Takedown. That is a terrible call. Call him out of bounds. That is a terrible call. And I uh, I hear a lot of people around here agreeing with you that uh, don't have a stake in this one. So they missed one. And look, Savage will have to go again neutral in the center against Thad Baldwin. Final match here, and then we're on to the championships. And there's a takedown. Slide by. That's got to be a takedown. They still haven't awarded it. He's got a hold of Baldwin's got a hold of that leg. And they're going to stalemate it out. You know, I say that was such a terrible call. I said that emphatically. At 9.30 this morning, after all this live rate, at 9.30 this morning, we said, oh, maybe questionable call. Right now at 5.16. <laughs> Get this over with. Yeah, just tell it like it is. And Lucas Savage again on a rush, and he might take him to his back. There's the takedown, 4 to nothing. Minute 15 to go in the match. Yeah. Finally some action here in this final match of, Carney, of Grand Island Columbus. The greatest wrestling city in the state of Nebraska is getting ready to get a dual win. Uh-huh. <laughs> Says the Islander alum. Gosh dang, I really did think he was going to turn him there, Doug. Well, Grand Island's got a one minute from going two and one today, and we're back to doing nothing again. Yeah. And it, now that's okay for Lucas Savage if he just kind of leans on him. Looks like we're going to get another stalemate, but we do get a stall warning on bottom. Which I, is Columbus. No, that was, no, just, on, that was Grand, Island. Me, Grand Island. I will say this, that I this was pretty impressive uh, for Grand Island, the way they reeled off these five straight. I mean, it looked like maybe they were going to get run yeah. out of the gym. Yeah, good job by the Islanders. And I uh, want to tell you that uh, we had given you all the results. Thank New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery for our postgame show. As uh, soon as this uh, hits triple zeros, we're going to throw it back to Stacy at the studios for a little music. Uh, this will probably not start at 5.30 because uh, they'll need some time to rearrange the mats 
Everybody did their job except the Columbus Grand Island. About every one of these went the distance of very few pins, thus the lower scoring. You won't even have anybody get to 30 unless he gets a pin here. Lucas Savage, oh, he got back points, and then he ends up getting reversed. So we're going to get three back points, and then the reversal will make it 7-2 to two with 15 seconds to go. The finals are coming up. Carney and Lincoln East in A, Omaha, Scott, and Blair in B, Broken Bow and Valentine in C, Burwell at Elkhorn Valley in D, and a great job here by Grand Island. They win the final six matches to win this duel in the Class A fifth place over Columbus, 28-25, to 28-27. to 27. For Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. Stay with us. We'll be coming back with more wrestling. The championships of the 2018 duels will be coming up on Classic Hits. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler. Let's get sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school wrestling. Oh, that was beautiful, Doug. He got stuffed on a shot, the shuts, and he peeks out. Now he's stuffed down in a double. He's going to finish right. He's going to put Nelson right to his back, Doug. 30 seconds to go. He's getting the near fall. The two-point takedown. He's got a 3-2 lead. Today, it's live card to the Nebraska State Duels in Kearney. High school wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. I mean, James, this is where he's mean. Yeah, if, he, if he's got both both hooks in like that deep, if he could stretch him out here, although if Laux can get stood up, he may get a stalemate. 15 seconds to go. James up 6-4. to four. Laux, one more scramble. Oh, this is going to be close. Looking for a reversal here, but James still has his hips high. And James is going to hold on and get the 6-4 win. For the second straight week, champions will be crowned in high school wrestling. With this week's trophies going to the best dual teams in the state. All the outstanding action is coming in next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, a new Texie pregame show. We'll join King ABR Sports Center Doug Dew and Larry Baker live from the Health and Sports Center at UNK right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And welcome back once again to the UNK Health and Sports Center. It is time for the championships of the 2018 State Dual Wrestling Tournament. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns. And although it's been a long day and folks are ready for uh, the season to come to an end, uh, there is some excitement and some trophies to be handed out and probably a little nostalgia as well. This is it. Uh, the State Duels in its sixth year here at Kearney. And we will have a new champion in D. We will have a new champion in A. But uh, B and C always have uh, opportunities to get some things done in there. Scott hasn't always won it in Class B. But Valentine is going to try and repeat in Class C. And, Larry, uh, you take a look. Uh, there is some energy here. The Class C duel should be a real high-energy one between Valentine and Broken Bow. And then Carney here in Carney wants to get first. They've been second a lot including the last two years here at the Duels and last week again, last three we- three years in Omaha. Yeah, there's no question. They're done with this uh, number two bid. I can tell you that. I'm not sure who was that for. Was that Broken Bow, I think? Oh, yeah. There was a big old chant there. That's what we said. There is energy here, Doug. And just let me tell you, this is an exciting night and a very exciting time. 
and they're going to be electric duels. That Carney Lincoln East, the fur will fly there. In Class C, we know the fur is going to fly there. These are going to be really good, and there are so many dynamite matchups to take a look at uh, within this duel. Well, we are looking forward to all of this, and we are going to take a break and get the duels underway in just a moment right after this on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. And we are ready for the introductions. We will start at 132 pounds in this stool. That means the last one will be at 126, and sometimes that makes a determination on William B. It's one of the reasons Grand Island probably was able to come back in that fifth and sixth place duel there. Well, and depending on what goes on with lineups, that lets you, if you're Carney, that lets you close the show with Philip Moomy. No better guy to be your hammer at the end of this thing than him. Well, it'll be interesting to see what they do again. Carney will be without Nick James. And will they bring Mumi out right away to wrestle at 132 pounds here? Right, that's what I'm curious. Yes, it looks like they will. Not wait around till the very end because it would be a pretty easy win on paper at 126 pounds by Mumi. He wants to get him off to a good start. Carney and Lincoln East, they dueled earlier this year in the gymnasium or in the auditorium at East, and East won it. Of course, you remember one time there, Carney was awarded a win with an illegal slam. Coach Swarm said it wasn't, and East went on to win that match and then won the duel uh, by three. Yeah, this will be a a very competitive and incredibly close duel, which is going to be really tough without Nick James in the lineup because uh, East has got a hammer there in Adam Kinneman. So we're ready to go. Philip Mumi against Nathan Rizek, a 33 and 17 junior for Lincoln East in Class B. Walker Moore has a quick takedown for Blair, and he doesn't waste any time. He's going to get the pin over Omaha Scott and Dawson Raddick. So Blair, who many people weren't given much of a chance today, is in the finals and they're up six nothing. Yeah, Blair right now is saying, "Says who? We're not supposed to win this thing." 
in they've class. Just, go ahead. They've just wrestled well all day today, Doug. In Class C, Patrick Powers of Broken Bow has a 2-1 lead over Reese Rivera of Valentine. And already Burwell has picked up two wins here, I believe one by forfeit over Elkhorn Valley. So it's 12 to nothing Burwell, and they move on to the 138-pound weight class. So Burwell winning uh, both of those by forfeit. Yeah, and Moomy gets another takedown. It's going to be 4-1. to one. He's going to go to work. They're going to want six points out of Moomy here. When he's letting him go, he's looking for something to try to get feet to back is my guess. Rizek did go 2-2 two and two at the state meet a week ago. Doug, good wrestler, but as we know, Moomy, one of the best in the entire nation. Yep, won the state championship and uh, really had uh, the dominant. He did not need the miracle finish in the semifinals last Friday night to get in to the championships. Yeah, no, Philip Moomy will continue to wrestle all the way to Fargo uh, as we go. His season definitely not over. He's a year-round guy. He was trying to set up a nearside cradle. Can't get the leg. Now he's going to twist him. The twister, and he gets the takedown, but he does not get enough strokes for back points. Yeah, he hit that cement mixer, and he just didn't catch the arm, Doug. Got to catch that arm on the way through, or it's just pretty. Six to two, and Burwell, Joel Ostrom, picks up a pin in 46 seconds, and so Burwell is already up 18 to nothing here over Elkhorn Valley in the Class D championship. Yeah, the Longhorns are in full trot right now. They're on a roll. And over there in uh, Class B, we have a victory for Zach Orton of Blair by pin in 52 seconds. And Blair is up on Scott 12 to nothing. We go to the end of the first period. Philip Moomy up 6-2. to two. Lincoln East and Rezik gets choice. He'll take bottom. Moomy says, let's just wrestle from our feet. So the escape makes it 6-3. Yeah, he, he wants to find something feet to back here. You saw the twister cement mixer there. He's looking for something like that, Doug. Inside trip, he's got double overs. Valentine has Jordan Kelber out against Austin Cole after Broken Bow won at 126 pounds. And so it's 6 to nothing. Bow. And Kelber, and there again, big throw, but out of bounds. Yeah, you're going to see some fireworks out of that thing. Jordan Kelber closing out a tremendous career, three-time state champion. Of course, his dad, a two-time Division I finalist for Nebraska, national champion beating Terry Brands from Iowa his senior year whom had beaten uh, Kelber the year before in the finals so a lot of history there well there's the Kelber's one of the big reasons Valentine right now is so strong in wrestling they've had this run going for quite a while but the last two years they have been so so good yeah and you've got a situation where he does a great job and Shane Allison the head coach there uh, Kelber and Allison get along so well and they just do a fabulous job Moomy, another takedown and escape, so they're back on their feet. 8-4, Philip Moomy leads with one minute to go here. Carney knowing that they need to get as many bonus points as they can from their big guns, and Moomy trying to pin a guy that doesn't want to be pinned. Of course, you never want to be pinned, but sometimes there's other ways to, to do that. You wrestle a little bit different, another takedown, 10-4, and another escape. Oh, Philip, Philip Moomy just held up that he's stalling. I mean, Moomy held up, you're stalling. He called the stalling for the official. You got kind of a young official out there right now. And he did ding him for a stall warning, but Moomy getting a little frustrated that he's wrestling a wet noodle. And he gets him turned inside the circle. I thought they were going to go out of bounds, and Moomy is going to get the pin in three. 35. Yeah, that was brutal. The guy didn't want to wrestle. I understand why Rizek didn't. His job is to go out there and not get pinned. 
That was you don't see that very often, where the uh, where the wrestler gets up and gives the official the stalling call. That was yeah, probably a, a different gutsy. official would have maybe oh, yeah. given a point uh, to taken away there from uh, Carney High. Well, yeah, that could have been deemed uh, flagrant misconduct. Kelber is able to finish it up here with a pin for Valentine in a minute 51. So Valentine and Broken Bow 6-6 through the first two wrestlers. And down here, Burwell with an 18-0 lead. But uh, Darren Stewart of Elkhorn Valley has a 4-2 lead over Jay's Oster of Burwell as they start the second period. In Class B, 12-0 Blair. Nicholas Stoltenberg, the state champion last week, is up at 138 pounds right now, and he's got a 2-1 lead over Hunter McLean. And it is Tyson Seppel. He's going to wrestle now at 132 pounds. In the previous uh, one against Millard South, he wrestled at 138 in place of Mick James. Yeah, I mean, this, Doug, these are the matches that this duel is going to be decided on. Sperling was 1-2 at the state meet a week ago. Seppel didn't qualify. Well, I'm telling you, these two very even kids, 32 and 7 is Seppel, 24 and 12, Sperling. It's going to be kids like this that this thing will come down to. And we just had an upset down here in favor of Broken Bow. Julian Ramon, 23 and 6 junior from Valentine, is pinned in 18 seconds by Cooper Brass, the 24 and 13 senior for Bow. So Bow gets a big pin there at 138 pounds, and they're up 12-6. Oh, that's a big deal. Back over here in the Carney High match, Tyson Seppel gets the takedown of Breckland Sperling, and uh, it's two to nothing in favor. Of Carney High, a minute to go in the first period. Yeah, Seppel's doing a good job. He's trying to drive his legs in. He's getting a little bit high, squirmed his way back. There, he did a good job. Still not in the best shape. You see how that opposite leg there, he got it drug in. Was kind of waving out there. Oh, great half Nelson here, Doug. Couldn't quite finish it, though. He did Well, he did. They got the stroke, a two-near fall. Didn't see that he got that, but it is going to be 4 nothing. Yeah, that's a good official. That's Boyson. Uh, oh, look at this. Look at this. Seppel pins him. He turned him upside down and pins him in a minute 31, and Carney is up 12-0. And that's what you get. In a coin flip, you get six. That is a huge, huge win for Carney High right there up on Lincoln East. Now, again, remember, Lincoln East hasn't sent out their studs yet. Adam Kinneman should be coming out here at 138 pounds after finishing in third last week. Yeah, you're exactly right. There's, I mean, the big matchups are still to come. And, of course, James was one of the reasons. Of course, Nick had that late, late um, pin in the state semifinals last week. And who are we going to get here at? Are they going to send Kowalik out? At 38. That would maybe make sense. And my guess is, did they keep Kinneman right here? Well, Lincoln East needs to get the points that they need to get here. Let's see what they want to do. They want to get on the board here. And right now, Lincoln East kind of getting into uh, their studs. Third, first, first, fifth, fourth, second. Those are the next six guys and how they medaled at state last Yeah, and Adam Kinneman, four-time state medalist. Don't don't forget, it took a last-second lateral drop by Nick James in the semis last week to beat Adam Kinneman. He is a hammer, and it will be Colton Kowalik for Kearney. Quick takedown for Kinneman, and he's just going to give up the escape. Kowalik does a nice job right in on a leg to no avail. Kinneman's going to get the takedown, going to let him up here. Can Kowalik pull a rabbit out of a hat, Doug? 
again, you kind of see uh, Kinnaman's going to do for Lincoln East what Philip Mumi was doing for Carney in the first match. Take down, let them up, try to take them to their back and get the pin. Well, what you need Kowalik to do, one takedown here is a big deal because in this two-to-one exchange, one takedown erases two of those takedowns, see? So when you're talking about a major decision, uh, what derails majors or tech falls sometimes is the guy that's getting hammered to just get one takedown. Elkhorn Valley able to win there with Stewart at 145 pounds, so they're on the board. Burwell 18, Elkhorn Valley 6, and Bodie Jensen of Burwell has a 2-0 lead over Michael Peterson as they start the second period. In Class C, Broken Bow up 12-6, but Chase Olson of Valentine has a 1-0 lead early in the second period. And over in B, Blair has the first two wins over Omaha Scott, but they are going to get a win here by state champion Nicholas Stoltenberg, but only 5-2. Only a three-point win over a 30 and 17 senior, so Blair's up 12 to three as they go to 145 points. And Kinnaman just continues to work. Kowalik it's 11 to three with 20 seconds in the first period. Yeah, he went feet to back with another takedown there, and then trapped the wrist and got more backs off of a, a tilt. Earlier, Burke took third over Millard South, 40 to 33. In Grand Island, won the final five matches to beat Columbus, 28-27, and take fifth. In Class B, third place went to Northwest over Hastings, 42 to 28. Wahoo took fifth over Skyler, 51 to 21. In C, Aquinas took third over Battle Creek, 48 to 33. And David City took fifth over Loganview, 45 to 30. In Class D, Maxwell took third over Mullen, 43 to 36. And Tri County rallied to beat Amherst to take fifth. 42 to 30. Yeah, they're going to start 20 seconds left in the first period here. Kinneman on top. I don't think he's done scoring, that's for sure. He's really been on a mission here. But he really wished he could have wrestled Nick James today. It was such a tremendous matchup a week ago, and they've really had those. They had a great game plan against James. The one thing that you can't plan against is that heart and that firepower. Kowalik able to get through the first period, but he trails 11-3 here to Kinnaman, and they're going to go both up to start the second period. Out there now, Stone Mendez for Omaha Scud against Liam Landauer, who had a big win for Blair in their duel earlier today against Hastings. And now we're going to go on our feet here. It's 11-3. Kinnaman leads over Kowalik. Mendez is already up 5-0 in the first minute of that period. Kowalik's got a small chance here. Kinneman tried to throw a headlock. Kinneman stopped it in a way where he maybe could have taken Kinneman to his back. They're going to come out of that position. Now being a Kinneman having him in a front headlock position. Kinneman's looking to go head to back and that, or feet to back. That's exactly what he does. Out of bounds, though. I don't think they're going to give him any back points. No. Oh, they are going to give him the two-point takedown. Make it 13-3, to three, but right, Larry, no back points. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. As Valentine Broken Bow deal is still one to nothing. Cole Ulmer of Broken Bow tra- trailing Chase Olson of Valentine. And now gets the escape, so it's 1-1 as they wrestle on their feet with a minute 40 to go in the match. Mendez up 7-1 for Scott all over Blair. And Bodie Jensen 5-0 for Burwell over Michael Peterson of Elkhorn Valley as they run it out into the end of the second period. But Jensen might get a pin here. Jensen trying to get the pin, and now a throw by Broken Bow. Ulmer gets the takedown to the back of Chase Olson. That was a big throw, Doug. And a pin. He kept him on the edge of the mat. What was a 1-1 wrestling match for four and a half minutes ends up being a pin. 
for Cole Ulmer and Broken Bows up 18 to 6 over Valentine yeah. as they go to 152. That's what I said about Broken Bow. They're just a bunch of tough dudes. Kowalik's going to get a takedown here, Larry, for Carney High on the edge of the mat. One minute to go in the second period. He still trails 13 to 5. Yeah, that's the deal, though. He needs to get a. He just needs to keep scrapping away here. Going to give up the reversal. It's going to be 15 5, so back to 10. Going to look for right there. Oh, Kowalik, I mean, Kinnaman is swinging for the fences. He tried a little neck whip over, and Kowalik catches him on his back. Kinnaman has got enough moxie to get off there. There's going to be no change, 15-5, to but Kowalik might just need to hang around here. Kinnaman's really getting uh, loose with some of his stuff. He's trying to get a pin. Teontae Wilson would be due up next here for Carney against Chance Fry. That is a rematch of the state final from last week, which yeah. Fry won. Yeah, Fry won that fairly big, 16-5. to But Teontae Wilson is very dangerous. Wilson had, had Fry on his back momentarily in that match. And now a cradle almost locked up there by Kinneman, but Kowalik rolls through, and it looks like he'll survive to move on to the third period, albeit the score is 15-5 to in favor of Kinneman as they go to the third. You're listening to the State High School Wrestling Dual Championships here on Classic Hits. We'll be back with more in a moment. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With experience since 1949, they know how to get the job done right, covering your residential and business roofs. Doberstein Roofing is the only name you need to know. Doberstein Roofing, where quality isn't expensive, it's priceless. Give them a call today, 308-234-3252. That's 308-234-3252. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking. Full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Welcome back. We've had a little fireworks over in A, Larry. Yeah, Kinneman had locked up the cradle. It's 22-9 to at this point. Kowalik is going to get the reversal. Now Kinneman's that's going to be a uh, tech fall, right? I think they are going to award uh, reversal, and it should make the final score 24-9. to so five points for Lincoln East, and they are on the board here. So 24-9, to Adam Kinneman over a Colton Kowalik. Now, Colton Kowalik did his job there, Doug. He went out and wrestled game. I mean, he wasn't going out just not to get pinned. He wrestled tough, looking for big wins, or big moves, excuse me, and uh, doesn't give up the pin. Stone Mendez, a win for Scott, but Blair answers right back uh, with a win, and it is 18-9. Blair, they're wrestling at 160 pounds. Remember, 126 will be the final 
weight class in this duel. Joel Myers of Broken Bow leads Morgan McGinley of Valentine three to nothing with a minute and a half to go in the second period of the 152 pound class. Broken Bow's up 18 to six. Josh McFarland of Elkhorn Valley a two nothing lead over Corey Daw of Burwell, but Burwell's up 22 to six in D at 160 pounds. Yeah, it's 12 to five now in this East Carney duel. Well, Carney High deciding what they want to do here. Well, they do not send Tiante Wilson out. So no, they don't. So he's going to be going up. Is he going up to wrestle the Deshaun Dixon? Wow. So this will be interesting to see what happens here. So Carter Abels, the freshman, will come out against Chance Fry and get taken down immediately, well, almost I, to his back. Yeah, I like what Abels does there. He tries to lateral drop the state champ, undefeated 41-0. and 0. <laughs> That's going to be 2-0. Doesn't give up any backs off of it. Tiante Wilson is warming up there. My guess is they've got a plan here. They think they've got a better chance to beat Dixon than they do Fry. Well, they had their chance against Fry last week, so why not try something different? And, of course, uh, Dixon being at Hastings last year, uh, Carney familiar with him. Yeah, they would have seen each other. They've definitely wrestled, maybe even in the room some. And over in Class B. Luke Gideon. That was really good. Corey Daw is getting a nose plug put in, and he's trailing Josh McFarland from Elkhorn Valley 2 to nothing. And, I mean, Gideon was forehead to forehead with him and giving it to him. And when Gideon turned around and walked away, the officials who listened to it all turned around and gave that kind of sheep a smile like, oh, boy. <laughs> well, Alex Van Dyke of Scott is going to get the win over Grant Rosenbaum of Blair. Uh, Mendez beat Landauer by a pin, and then Almanza of Blair pinned Cheney of Scutt. Yeah, and we just had a pin on Class A, Doug. Sorry? Chance Fry just got the pin, so it's now 12 to 11. Uh, so East is crawling back in here, and that is Tiante Wilson who's come out. So let's see how this goes now. That's not Deshaun Dixon. Dixon. No. And right away, locking up the headlock is Wilson. He gets the takedown on a quick swipe, and he's trying to get a pin here in no time. Oh, the chess match. Micah Odell is the one taking the brunt from Tiante Wilson. And it is a brunt. That is a tough cradle. Tiante's got him back in danger again. Tiante's got to be a little careful not to get flopped over here. He's got a little bow in his neck. He's very, very aggressive here. Right off the whistle, he wanted Dixon. He's not going to get Dixon. That probably means Gus Franzen is going to see Dixon. They're trying to work this thing around, and it is a chess match, let me tell you. Well, he's out of there for the moment, is Micah Odell for Lincoln East. So a three-point near fall. It's 5 to nothing. Tiante Wilson. We still have a minute to go in the first period. Yeah, this is like a lion playing with his food. Joel Myers trying to get a third-period pin here for Broken Bow and just keeping his toes on the mat against McGinley of Valentine. Broken Bow's up 18-6. to six. Earlier this year, Valentine beat Broken Bow 34-29. to 29. And Tiante Wilson still on top, 5-0, looking for another cradle. That's quite a pace he's keeping. Broken Bow wondering what they have to do to get the pin here on the edge of the mat and see. Boy, you said it. Corey Daw, Burwell still down 2-0 to McFarland of Elkhorn Valley with a minute to go in the second period. 
Oh, big throw over there in the Class B match for Billy Higgins, the state champion. He has put Bill Rasmussen of Blair on his back. And now a pin over here finally in the Broken Bow match for Joel Myers, and it's 24-6 to Broken Bow. Yeah, that, they're rolling. That looks good. So Teontae Wilson still no more scoring. Going to get through that first period. Five to nothing over Micah Odell, listed as a nine and two senior for Lincoln East. I'd let him go here if I'm Teontae Wilson. Let's go back to our feet and get something feet to back, because Micah Odell right now is going to be able to just kind of lay there like a fish. Going to try to put another cradle on, but no chance. I let him go here, Doug. Odell is no match for Teontae Wilson on his feet, and he can just lay here. See how he's just kind of balling up. I mean, Wilson is throwing everything but the kitchen sink at him here. And it's just to, to, I mean, Odell's able to just lay there. Still McFarland leading Dobb. Burwell 2 to nothing towards the end of the third period. Of course, McFarland bumped up to face Trace Bosch earlier today. Got a late takedown, 30 seconds to go, and won that 5-4. McFarland was a state champ at one 45 last week for Elkhorn Valley. Burwell's up in the duel 22-6. And now Lathan Duda comes out there for Broken Bow and gets the takedown of Brody Benson of Valentine, who's up 2 to nothing in the first 12 seconds. Yeah, and there Teontae Wilson gives the free release over Odell and then gets the immediate takedown. Now 7-1. I'd do it again. One of these takedowns is going to end up with Odell on his back, and Carney needs six here, Doug. Yeah. Because, I mean, the way this chess match worked out, you've got Deshaun Dixon still coming. Higgins got the pin for Omaha Scott, so Scott now leads Blair 21-18, wrestling at 182 pounds, and again, 126 will be the final wrestlers out there. Here's an escape for Micah Odell, so they're back on their feet. And Wilson will go to work again, leading it 7-2 with 40 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, Teontae's in on another leg there. 30 seconds left, needs to be quick to a finish. There's another finish, now 9-2. Needs to find one of these finishes feet to back. Doing a really nice job controlling the match, but Odell really is doing his job to this point. Seven-point match. Going to give the free release with 14 seconds. He walked back to the center that he looked at the clock and realized how much is left. He goes in on a short-time takedown. Yeah, super duck. Hits him with the big super duck there. And Wilson will have an 11-3 lead as they go to the third period. Yeah, so right was, now he's in major land, but he's not thinking three or four. He's thinking six and at worst five. What he's got to do here is really think this through because Odell's just going to go to his tummy. He's got to think this through. Odell's in on a leg. This is a great deal for Odell. He gets in on this leg, and he can just suck hours off the clock here. Teontae Wilson says, yeah, well, I'm going to try. He's going to try to turn him. They're going to give two takedown, but Odell's just going to lay here. Well, Corey Dobb, Burwell still trailing Josh McFarland of Elkhorn Valley in Class D with 30 seconds to go. It's 2 to nothing. McFarland in on a shot. In Class C, Lathan Duda, 2 nothing lead over Brody Benson with a minute, well, with 45 seconds to go in the first period. And over in B, we've got a 3-3 matchup between Eli Jansen, the state champ, and Dalton Lewis of Blair. And that's 3-3 going to the second. Yeah, Teontae Wilson, I mean... I'm telling you, Odell has just done a great job here. He just keeps getting in spots where the, it's just tick, 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 tick. That clock goes. 
I think give up on the pin now and start to work for the tech fall. Uh, I wouldn't give up on it just yet. He, he can never oh, pin him from nope. there. And now it's a minute to go, and Wilson's going to end up getting reversed. Two points for Mike O'Dell. Now you got to worry about getting it back to a major because oh we're at my. seven points, 13 to six, 50 seconds to go in the match. It was five nothing in the first 10 seconds. And O'Dell just has been able to ball up. Wilson's got to get going off the bottom, and he's right in front of the Carney bench. Tries to get up. Now he's trying to hit a home run. Teontae Wilson's going to get five out of this. It's going to be 18-6 to six if they stay here. Reversal to the back. Oh, they didn't give him any back points. 15-6. to six. Teontae Wilson needs something here. 20 seconds to go. And Teontae Wilson's going to cut him. And then he looks at the clock, and Odell gets in on a leg. 15 seconds to go, 15-7. to Well, right now, Wilson either has to accept the eight-point win or go for the home run. And it looks like he's going to accept the eight-point win. Odell kind of went out on a weak shot, and Wilson looked like he was going to get the pin in 15 seconds, and he ends up winning it by a score of 15-7. to This is really close to being two, Doug, for Lincoln East. That wasn't a weak shot. Odell went in. He was trying to cut into the lead. They didn't get it. Look at Coach Rutledge. He loves it. What he knows there is that just paid off by two points. All that maneuvering paid off by two points. So Carney High is now up 16-11 to 11 as we get ready to go to 160 pounds. And you're probably going to see Deshaun Dick. Well, no. no. not for East. A lot of moving around out there. This is by Kinnaman, isn't it? Yeah, boy, you or no? You really have I don't to. Know what they're going to do? You really have to concentrate in these spots. This is probably Kimmer, is my guess. All right, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, checking other things out. Uh, uh, they did get the win down here for Elkhorn Valley over Burwell, so it's twenty-two to nine in favor of Burwell. Back in C, Broken Bow. Duda has a 4-2 lead over Benson midway through the second period. And Broken Bow's up 24-6. In B, Scott's up 21-18. Yeah, it is Kemmer, I believe, Doug. Mine's a little behind, but yeah, I do Kate think that's Kemmer. Yep, 40-10 and 10 against Gus Franzen. Yeah, and this and uh, Kemmer beat Franzen last week at the state tournament 5-3 on the way to a fifth-place finish. Kemmer was fifth. Franzen didn't place. Kemmer is going to get the takedown to start the match. Bull rushed him. Franzen tried to get up, and he returned him to the mat fairly hard. So it was a close match at the state meet, just 5-3. to three. But you need Gus Franzen right now. This is the State High School Wrestling Championships. The duels from UNK on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Grand Island Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here in the Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at UNK. Bringing you the action. Kearney Towing is on the road. Bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Kearney Towing and Repair. How about Lathan Duda putting Benson on his back? They're doing a lot of work against Valentine right on the edge of the mat here, Larry. Yeah, I'm telling you, Broken Bow looks good in this thing right now, Doug. It is 24-6. And they have just run out of time in the second period, but three near fall for Lathan will make it 7-2, and then he will take bottom. Yeah, Franzen gets the escape over there for Carney High, 2-1. 30 seconds left in the first period. That duel is... Lincoln East or Carney 16, 
Lincoln East 11. Another pin here for Burwell and for Elkhorn Valley. They go 6-6, so it's 28-15 with the 195-pounders coming up in Class D. Over and under situation right in the center of the mat with Franzen and Kemmer. Only five seconds left in the period. Okay, there we go. First period's going to come to an end. Kemmer rides that first takedown to a 2-1 lead going to the third. So we'll see here. Carney's going to say, oh, they can't decide what they want to do. <laughs> Ty Swarm gave it, gave it to him to choose, and uh, they couldn't. So Swarm just said, then you're going down. Duda says, I got a little blood on my hand. Can I go wipe it off? He's up by a score of 9-2 to with a minute 22 remaining in the match. Quick escape for Franz, and he's in deep on a body lock here. It's 2-2. Two to two. He's got a big body lock, Doug. This could be fireworks one way or the other. Going to be takedown Gus Franz, and I'm telling you, Kemmer was smart there, Doug, not to get too silly. Yeah, he had a hold of the head, and as he was going down, he didn't want to get thrown to his back, so he let it go. Yeah, very, very smart by him. So it's 4-2. to two. Gus Franzen. They're and just they're gonna just going to cut him, so that'll make it four to three and wrestle on their feet. Yeah, Franzen's got a little juice right now. Lots of energy. Looks good. These are such important matches. Still all kinds of time. A minute 20 to go in the second period. Yeah, my guess is Oliphant is who's going to get Dixon. That's how I think this thing's going to work out. Out of bounds. They'll restart it. Victory for... The state champion over here for Omaha, Scott. Three more points on the board against Blair. It's Scott 24, Blair 18, getting ready to move to 195 pounds. We're at 160 in C, 195 in D, and 160 in A. So A and C have been a little bit more competitive, and we've moved a lot a little bit quicker in B and D. Yeah, and that's that's most general. We've had those early pins by Broken Bow. The Indians kind of rolling down there over the Badgers. And they're tied up again down here in Class A. Carney High trying to win a Class A dual title, and Franzen just got tossed. Well, so stupid. Franzen takes that big uh, shot from too far away and gets pancaked. Cameron's got him on his back. Franzen in trouble with 35 seconds to go in the second period. Franzen trying to get off his back. My guess is Franzen maybe was trying to set up another body lock, Doug on that shot. He took that shot from all the way across the mat. He's in trouble big time, and he's pinned. He went from the lead to being pinned in 341. Yeah, I just, I that had to be what he had going on. I mean, he took a shot. He was four foot away from the guy and just got pancakes. And so the lead now, Lincoln East is in the lead for the first time, 17-16 as we move to 170 pounds. And I don't see Deshaun no. Dixon coming out at all. He's not going to wrestle in the do at all. So the interesting piece, each team takes a state champion out of their lineup. Nick James for Carney not wrestling. Dixon, uh, a state champ for East, not in the lineup. So 170 pounds. And what I, Lyman is a fourth-place finisher for Lincoln East. What I don't know, Doug, is I have not watched Carney or Lincoln East that closely today. Maybe they've wrestled without him all day. I don't know if he's wrestled yet today. I will get you that information. 
Boy, that happened quick. Pancaked off a shot. Well, here we go. Grant Lyman is a sophomore, 35 and 14. Jeremiah Hageman, 11 and 17 for Carney. No, he wasn't here today, so uh, Dixon did not wrestle today for Lincoln East. Yeah, so that's a that's a big deal that you come through that. That's why they did all that moving, Doug. Yeah, one of the main reasons that they had to do a little bit of it. Yep. And Lathan Duda is going to win here in Class C as he gets a late takedown to uh, pick up a few more bonus points. 13-3, to and uh, Cousin Lathan, who finished sixth at state last week as a freshman, goes 3-0 and here today and picks up some more bonus points for Broken Bow. And they will go up 28-6 to over Valentine in the duel as they go to 170 pounds. Yeah, the Duda family is only 5-0 and today. I got a long night ahead of me. <laughs> and Grant Lyman of Lincoln East and Jeremiah Hageman goes out for Carney. And Hageman will be taken down 2 to nothing. Lyman in the lead. Big pin down there for Blair. Trevor Rakoski is going to pin Blake Brummer, Omaha Scott. Things close down there. And that'll put Blair a little farther ahead here. They just made some big uh, progress. And we've got an Elkhorn Valley pin. Clintoby pins Ryan Daw. Daw and Clintoby. That's an upset. Clintoby didn't medal last week, and Daw was in the finals. Yeah, was in the finals for Burwell, and he gets pinned at 421 and keeps Elkhorn Valley alive in this duel. 28 21 Burwell. Yeah, that was a big deal. Still 2 0 down there uh, on the Class A mat with Lyman and Hageman. Now Valentine's going to come out, and they're going to get a pin with Caleb Long. Uh, no surprise there. He gets the pin and six points on the board here for Valentine to make it 28-12, to 12, Broken Bow, as they go to 182. Back over in Class A, the first period comes to an end. Lyman of East, a 2 nothing lead over Hageman of Kearney, and Lyman will take bottom. We're going to take a break and be back with more of the state wrestling duels right after this. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. 
at the state duels. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. Drew Dermott gets a pin for Burwell, so Burwell goes to the heavyweights with the uh, state champ, 34-21 over Elkhorn Valley. In Class C, we're at 182 pounds. Isaac Dodge of Broken Bow, Lane McGinley of Valentine, scoreless in the first period with Broken Bow up 28-12. to In Class B, they're at heavyweight. Remember, the final duel will be at 126. That's the final weight class. We started at 132. And it is Ben Altman and Brady Sukup scoreless with Blair leading Omaha Scott 30-24. And in A, it is Lincoln East 17, Carney 16. And while we're away, Grant Lyman gets the escape in the second period and the takedown of Jeremiah Hageman. And so after two periods... Lyman's going to lead Hageman by a score of 5 to nothing. Yeah, and really kind of on his way to a potential major here, Doug. Uh, Hageman really needs to get going. Again, earlier today, Amherst went 1-2 and two in Class D. Cambridge went 0-2 oh with one of those losses in the consolations to Amherst, 42-36. to 36. Hastings uh, lost to Grand Island Northwest in the third-place duel, 42-28 to for some of our area teams. Carney High going here. Burwell, Broken Bow going here as well in their Class ABCD state finals on our formats. Yeah, and this is just a solid East roster, as I mentioned to you earlier. You know, they get nine medals, three champs, but, you know, Doug, they only had one guy that they took down there, and they took the whole team down, not win a match. If there are guys that didn't medal, they all went two and two. Yeah. And that's how you win a state championship. Carney didn't have those points this year. They had the big Saturday, big Friday night semifinals. Hageman chose bottom here in the third period and hasn't been able to do a whole lot, and maybe that's what he wants. Yeah, no, I think you might be right. He is not doing too much on the bottom well, here. They're going to hit him for stalling. I mean, yeah. he's got the arm based out and everything. Minute 20 to go in the match. Lyman of East is up by a score of 5 to nothing. Yeah, I can't believe they haven't dinged him yet. Yeah, I mean, he's just laying there. There it is. Stall warning on bottom. So now it's 6 So they zero. Did, He did have a warning already, so now it's 6 to nothing. And they're going to cut him. Lyman wants to wrestle from his feet, 6 to 1. Trying to get at least a major. 50 seconds to go in the match. Beautiful snap down there by Lyman. Hageman needs to wrestle. He's not wrestling here, Doug. No, he's trying to just hold on. Still haven't given up the uh, takedown yet as he reaches for the leg. And he's hanging in there. If he comes up, he could get the takedown here, Doug. Hageman just trying to hang in there. And eventually I think he's going to lose that leg. Still no takedown, 25 seconds, but what he is doing is eating clock. Even if it's a takedown against him, it's only a seven-point lead. Still haven't awarded the takedown. Down to 15 seconds to go, 6-1 Lyman. Yeah, Lyman does a nice job here at the end of this thing. but Lincoln East is going to win it, but only by a decision, and so... They'll stalemate it with five seconds. <laughs> It'll be Lincoln East 20, Carney 16 as they go to 182 pounds, and that would be Steve Behrman on deck for Carney High as the whistle blows 6-1. Hageman falls here for Carney. So, Philip Moomy, the winner by pin in 335. Tyson Seeple, a winner by pin in 131. And then Colton Kowalik lost 24-9. Colton Abel's lost by pin. Teontae Wilson wins 15-7. Gus Franson loses 341 pin. And Jeremiah Hageman loses by a score of 6-1.
Uh, Carney was pretty happy about that. You know, Grant Lyman was fourth at the state meet a week ago. So that was just a regular victory over a kid that in Carney that was 11 and 17. Hageman went out there and wrestled a heck of a match, Doug. Thomas Hughes gets the pin here at heavyweight for Burwell, and they have almost put this one away against Elkhorn Valley, leading it 40-21 to 21 as they go back to the beginning at 106 pounds. And my guess is this will be mother's ball for Lincoln East. Uh, he was a runner-up last uh, week, Doug. Very, very good wrestler. And that's exactly what you see. Mother's ball for Lincoln East and Beerman for Carney High. Going to have a big one at 95 between Sean Jackson and Elliot Alexander, after this one, which you will nod your head to Lincoln East, Carney High is going to have to come out and win maybe the next three, and they're going to have to find a way to get Dalen Ritchie to beat Nick Swift as well. Yeah, it's it's getting tough. They still have Max Mayfield over there for Lincoln East. That's a surefire at 120 pounds, which would be the last weight class. You know, Connor Brown needs to come up big at 220. And you just need Sean Jackson to do what he did at the state meet. You know, Sean Jackson pinned uh, uh, Elliot Alexander in a minute 47 at the state meet. So, like to see that again. 4-2 in favor of Mother's Baugh. Takedown and release, takedown and release over Behrman. One minute to go in the first period here in the state dual championships on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, Beerman's a tough cookie. He went 2-2 two and two last week, but he is a very tough kid. That's for sure. Mothersbach keeps really good position. He's pretty technical on his feet. Keeping it in the center of the mat, too, for the most part. They haven't got outside of that center circle very much. There's a snap down into a takedown. Really nice, and he's getting back points out of it. Going to get a couple backs, I think, for sure. Makes it 8-2 to two here with 20 seconds to go in the first period in favor of Mothersbaugh of Lincoln East. And he's still working to turn. And he's working hard. So 30-27 to 27 now. Can Blair pull this thing off? Yeah, another win there at heavyweight for Omaha Scott, but it was only a three-pointer. So now they go to their six-pounder, Rubig, uh, Rubino of uh, Omaha Scott. And he will be taking on Bailey. And uh, Scott would have the advantage here as far as the numbers go. We know Rubino had the big win over Grady Aarons from Grand Island Northwest. Lane McGinley of Valentine is about ready to beat Isaac Dodge at Broken Bow, but it's only 5-1 to one with 14 seconds left. Trying to find a way to pick up some more points. Quick shot down on the ankle and... Great job here by Broken Bow. Dodge just drapes himself over and scissors the legs, and this time is going to run out, and it's going to be a win for Valentine, but it's only going to be three points. Broken Bow 28, Valentine 15 as they go to 195 pounds. Yeah, Mother's Ball in on another leg. Going to take Beerman down again. Going to be 10 to 3 now. Going to be 10 to 3, minute 20 left in the second period. The duel, of course, is Lincoln East 20, Carney 16, 182-pound weight class. Carney needs to find a way. And Behrman gets picked up off the mat and returned down for a two-point takedown. 12-4 now. 
So Bierman's got to pull a rabbit out of his hat here. Still 50 seconds left in the second period. So Burwell's finally going to win this thing after being so close so many times. They brought some good teams down here. No doubt about it. Rubito of Scott leading Bailey of Blair 2-1 to one over there at 106 pounds. Four matches, three matches, four matches to go. They end at 26. And Rubino in trouble. There's going to be a takedown for Blair right at the end of the period for Bailey. Bailey gets a takedown up 3-2 to two after the first period. Yeah, Rubino was smart. He bellied out. That just about went uh, feet to back. There was going to be some back points there, and Rubino got smart and just bailed out of there. In Class C, as they wrestle 195 pounds, Broken Bow is going to trot out Trayvon Brooks, who finished second at 220 last week, and he's eligible to go at 195, and he is taking on Donald Stephen of Valentine, who was the state champion last week at 170, and now bumps all the way up to 95. So there's a chess match down there between Valentine and Broken Bow, and Stevens is going to get the takedown. And these duels, Doug, many times it comes down to the decisions that the coaches can make. If you can understand how to manipulate your lineup and understand how those different matchups will look and how they'll turn out, uh, you give yourself a tremendous advantage. Down here in Class D, Elkhorn Valley's Hunter Bennett has a 3 nothing lead over Colton Daw of Burwell with a minute and a half to go in the match. But they're going to need more than that. 40-21, to 21, Burwell with the lead. And we go to the third period in Class A. Andrew Mothers, Bob Lincoln East, a 12-4 lead over Steve Beerman of Kearney. Beerman doesn't necessarily have to win the match, but he needs to win this period. And Mothers, Bob is going to take bottom, so that's pretty much guaranteed points there. Well, he's going to have to probably get a takedown as Beerman, nope, gave up the reversal. So now he's down by 10, down by 9, the escape. It's going to be 14-5. to five. Now it's 16 to 5. Now it's 16 to 6. <laughs> Beerman went for a throw and just slid right off him. That was an easy takedown for Mother's Ball. Yeah, I mean, Mother's Ball slid him by. 4 4 in Class B. Bailey and Rubino of Scott. After a takedown by Rubino and an escape by Bailey, they have 50 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, with a state championship on the line down there. Close one in B. They're at 106. They're at 106 in D, and in C, they're at 195, and they're at 182 in A. State duels here on Classic Hits. Mother's Ball in really deep. Behrman's trying to step over and throw a leg in, but Mother's Ball still no points. They came back to their feet. Now Mother's Ball's up, and he's got the cradle locked. This could be big trouble for Steven Behrman. Mother's Ball trying to finish it off here with 45 seconds to go in the match. Lost the leg, and Beerman's going to be able to break out of that cradle, but now it's 21 to 6. Is that it? Nope, 20 to 6. So it's 14 points, one point away. And so just going to cut him and try to take him down for the tech fall. He's got 30 seconds to do it. I don't think Beerman realizes the score. He's Run. trying to lock up. Yeah, he's trying to lock up. Mother's Bob pushes away 20 seconds. A takedown will end it here. It's 20 to 7. They're going to call an illegal slam over there uh, in the Class B. Oh, there's the takedown by Mother's Ball. With 10 seconds, 9 seconds, they'll stop it. 22-7 to s- seven in favor of Mother's Ball. 
So Bailey's going to take a 5-4 lead. Omaha, Scott, and Blair still all kinds. It seems like they've been wrestling over at that 106 forever in Class B, and they're still 30 seconds to go in the second period. They just keep arguing with this official. 195 pounds down in Class C. It's Donald Stephen of Valentine leading Trayvon Brooks of Broken Bow, a first and a second at different weight classes last week, going at it here. And a Broken Bow leads at 28-15 to 15 in the duel. Blair leads Scott 30-27 to 27 in the duel. Elkhorn Valley does get the decision at 106 pounds, but they trail 40-24 to 24 at 113, only three matches to go, and Elkhorn Valley trails... By 16 points here to Burwell. And Tate Phillips out there finished fifth at state. And then Cooper Stout and Coy Gideon. When you look at Elkhorn Valley, 113 pounds. They still got Dylan Stewart to come out, but they may have to be open at 126. Oh, what do we got here? Carney's getting near falls here. Sean Jackson trying to pin Chris Carmazin. East didn't send out their man. Sean Jackson is out there trying to get the pin. No, they're going to bump him up. This is the 220 pounder. They've dropped to 95, and they'll put Alexander up at 220. But whatever the case, Sean Jackson, who finished third last week, trying to get a first-period pin. Remember, Wilson didn't get it done, but Jackson does in 53 seconds. Yeah, this is really interesting. You know, and those if you know those two coaches uh, at Lincoln East, McCurdy, uh, and Rutledge, they're real cerebral guys. And right there, when they got pinned, they kind of got up and cheered and went and got their guy. They've got the points in this thing figured out, at least in their own mind. 25-22 now is your score. Lincoln East leading Carney High after the six-point pin for the Bearcats. And they will move up to 220 pounds. And Carney has Connor Brown sitting in that spot. And then Lee Harrington at heavyweight. In Class C, Donald Stephen of Valentine now has a 7-0 lead over Trayvon Brooks of Broken Bow. With a 28-15 Broken Bow lead, Valentine would look to get bonus points in this matchup of state finalists from last week. Yeah, no doubt about it. They're going to need them. Elliot Alexander does come out for Lincoln East. He was fourth at 195 pounds last week, and he will be taking on Connor Brown of Kearney, who was a qualifier last week at 220. Yeah, they, and, you know, we said in the open, a guy like Connor Brown, we named him specifically, a guy like Connor Brown is going to need to come up in this duel. It's 25-22 right now, Spartans over the Bearcats. We've got a takedown by Rubino over there for Scott to tie it at six. Oh, and he cuts him. And now he's behind seven to six with 40 seconds to go. Must not have figured he could ride him out. Yeah, and he feels good on his feet, I think. And Donald Steven of Valentine just pinned the Trayvon Brooks of Broken Bow. Six points for Valentine. Broken Bow up 28-21 as they go to 220 pounds. Big takedown down there out of con- for Connor Brown. 18 seconds down there with Rubino and Bailey. Class B. I think Rubino. Oh, that was really close. Rubino was circling down, circling down, and then they went out of bounds. 12 seconds to go. Blair with a 7-6 lead. Elliot Alexander for Lincoln East is going to get out. 2-1. to one. Now he's right back in on a leg. He's going to get – Connor Brown's going to give up a takedown. Going to be 3-2 to two now. Stall warning over here in Class B. Blair might get dinged twice in the last 12 seconds, but they won't, and Blair's going to win it. 
at 106 pounds, 7-6 to take a 33-27 lead over Omaha Scott with three matches to go. That's big. So now you take and they're going to bring out, Scott's going to bring out their 13-pounder who's been first and fourth at state meet. Oh, Alexander just about turned Brown. Brown's got Alexander maybe in a little bit of trouble here. As he is able to roll through and stay off of his back, and so they'll come to their feet. Ten seconds to go in the first period. There is an escape, uh, making it 3-3, three to three, and now don't give up the late takedown, Connor Brown. Three seconds, he gave it up. Oh, gone it. Takedown, Elliot Alexander. He'll have a 5-3 lead at the end of the first period over Connor Brown of Kearney. And this thing's fast enough, Doug. This match is fast enough that five points won't be enough to win. In Class D, Tate Phillips about ready to finish things off, maybe trying to pin Adam Miller. If he wins this, Burwell will be your D state champion. And then over in Class C, you've got Jace Anderson of Valentine against Colton Duda of Broken Bow. And Colton's going to get the takedown and put him on his back and get the pin. Duda's 6-0 today. A perfect day for the Dudas from Broken Bow, at least. 6-0. and That was cool to see. It's been a pretty good day for, for the Duda from Carney today, too, I think. <laughs> it's early. <laughs> well, that away, and that really is big for Broken Bow. They're now up 34-21. to Let's take a break. You're listening to the State High School Duels here on Classic Hits. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Back to the state wrestling duels here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Back over in A, Elliot Alexander able to pick up the two points here in the second period for a 7-3 lead over Connor Brown of Kearney. But Brown's battling here, Doug. And the choice will go to East. And it is going to be Elliot, or yeah, Elliot Alexander to take down over there in Blair and Omaha Scott. Blair leading Scott 33 to 27, but the champ Caleb Lazur leads Jackson Nielsen. How about this one? Uh, by a score of four to two, of course Nielsen won the championship, and the Lazur trying to uh, get a big win here. Yeah, I mean uh, Jackson Nielsen's 44 and 0 on the season. He got beat by Bryce Brown yes. in the last duel for his first loss of the year. 
And he has just come back to tie this at 4-4 with a minute 15 to go in the second period in Class C. A Broken Bow receives a forfeited heavyweight. That just about does it. It's Broken Bow 40, Valentine 21. Chris Williams for Valentine out there probably uh, could get a pin here. He's trying to finish it off late in the first period, and that's what Valentine's going to need is a bunch of pins down the stretch. Burwell is going to get a win from Tate Phillips, 8 to nothing at 113 pounds, and that officially clinches the D-Dual Championship for the Burwell Longhorns. They'll get another first-place trophy. Yeah, and uh, Cole, Connor Brown is still wrestling incredibly tough down here for Carney, Doug. It is 10-3, but he hasn't stopped wrestling. This Class B deal, Blair, the peop- the one everybody thought should not have been the one seed. Oh, man, have they taken the rough road. They've looked good today. Now, Lazur did get the escape, so Lazur leads the state champ, Jackson Nielsen, 5-4. to four. They're wrestling at 113 pounds. Again, 126 is the last weight to wrestle. We started at 132. Clock winding down over here for Connor Brown. He's down 7. He doesn't want to go down anymore. I'm surprised Alexander hasn't cut him. And just as there, we said, yeah. he gets off of him, makes it 10-4. to four. Another takedown makes it 8 points. And Lincoln East has done a really good job of nickel and diamond, these bonus points in this duel. Yeah, they've, I mean, it has just been slowly, steady, methodically. They've just kind of like what they did last week at the state tournament, Doug. In on a shot. Gonna try a neck wrench. Brown gets it, Doug. Brown gets it. He's got him stuck. And they're gonna come off the mat. The official was late getting there. The official was as surprised as anyone else in the building. Doug, he had him flat as a pancake. That was a pin. It's a five-point move to make it 10-8, to eight, but there's only 11 seconds left. And Ty Swarm says, let's just go both. Well, he said, let's go both up. Makes it 11-8, to eight, and he's got to try to make it throw without getting thrown. Oh, Doug, that was a pin. Had him dead to rights. Brown trying to take his shot. Is it going to happen? He'll get taken down. That'll be the end of the match. He loses 13-8. to eight. That would have been maybe the... Move that could have won Carney this duel. Yeah. Instead, they're now down 28 to 22. They go to heavyweight. Lee Harrington comes out. He'll take on Drake Reinke, who finished fifth last week. But Harrington is in a must-pin situation. Yeah, and Harrington pinned him in the quarterfinals of the state meet a week ago in a minute 33. So Harrington needs to come out and give it to him one more time. So you're listening to the State Wrestling Duels here on Classic Hits 98.9 from UNK. Carney High trailing 28-22 as Lee Harrington comes out to be the heavyweight. And in Class B, Blair leads at 33-27 over Scutt. In C, it is 40-21, broken bow over Valentine. And in D, Burwell has clinched it over Elkhorn Valley 44-24 with two matches to go. So theoretically... We should be tied going to 106 pounds, right, Doug, in Class A? Well, if Lee, yeah, if Lee gets the pin, what does that mean? Well, when you look at it, 106, uh, that I think is a coin flip. 113, I think, uh, is Braden Smith. He's the returning state champ. And then at 120, you've got Riley Steele versus Max Mayfield. So both teams still have a state champ in the stable. And you will never see, Carney will never bump Braden Smith up uh, to take on Maybe. Max Mayfield. I, I can't imagine that that would happen. You don't? No, no way. No way. No. 
Carney's got to win at 106. That's the bottom line. Yeah, I would agree with that. Carney has to win at 106 because if you take a look at the other two, maybe it's a split. And Harrington's got to get six here. Harrington's going to take him to his back. Harrington's going to get six. Game over. Pin Lee Harrington, final match of his illustrious high school career at Kearney High. Another first period pin, 102 for Harrington, and we're tied at 28 with four to go. Yeah, that was good. Holy smokes. Awful and remember, quick. by the way, Philip Mumi wrestled at 132, so he's already gone. He's not sitting there at 126. If you're joining us late, great job, Lee Harrington. Yeah, so this this will be interesting to see. You've got each team's got a state champ in the coffers. Braden Smith, Max Mayfield. And it's all over down there in Class D. Burwell, your state champion over Elkhorn Valley, 44-30. Yeah, Nick Swift here for Lincoln East. He did. He went 2-2 two and two last week. Of course, we know, oh, Nick Swift in on a shot right away. Dalen Ritchie didn't go to the state meet, uh, didn't qualify, Doug, but he's a very, very good uh, wrestler here. 31 or, geez, probably 34-match uh Winner is a senior. That match. Oh, Lazur just hit a headlock with one second left. Lazur just hit a headlock with one second left to beat Jackson Nielsen. Oh, my goodness. He's going to beat him 9-7 with that thing, I think, Doug. And now Braden Smith getting back points. Or excuse me, Dalen Ritchie over Nick Swift gets a takedown in two swipes. So he leads four to zero. Hey, that could have just uh, won that thing for Omaha Scott. Blair had their hands on this trophy. Going to be two back. It's going to be 9-7. Lazur with the headlock. Holy smokes. Jackson Nielsen wrestles all year undefeated, wins a state championship. And goes one and two today. Here at the state duels. Wow, oh wow. Caleb Lazur. And is he getting congratulated over there by his Skyhawk teammates? I know they don't usually root for Omaha Scott, but that was That's a pretty big awesome. moment for them. That yeah. was pretty awesome. Dalen Ritchie now as they wrestle on their feet. Four to one as Swift gets an escape here for Lincoln East. 30 seconds to go in the first period. The Burwell match is over, winning it 44 to 30. And down here we are at 113 pounds now in Class C. And Broken Bow has a 40-25 to 25 lead over Valentine. Another takedown there for Dalen Ritchie. So that's going to be 6-1 to one right at the end of the first period. Dalen Ritchie looks good here, Doug. Well, again, he needs the win over Nick Swift. And, you know, it wouldn't hurt if he did somehow get bonus points oh, up geez. there. Oh, jeez. That would be a big deal. We are 28-28, Lincoln East and Kearney, number one and number two in the state. And right now you've got to say that it is even over these last four weights. Yeah, I mean, and it just depends on how they decide to wrestle them out. Uh, like I said, each team still has a state champ in the stable. It might come down to 126, and Philip Mooby's already wrestled, so that means you're kind of maybe looking at Riley Steele for Kearney who qualified last week at 120, and Nathan Rizek qualified uh, last uh, as well at 126. Well, the question here is, 
do you got a 13-pounder? Do you have another dude that you could wrestle at 13, Doug, for Carney, so you can move Braden Smith up and bump Riley Steele up? Boy, I, I miss. I, I am so sorry. 120 is the last weight class, not 126, because uh, Mumi and Rizik both bumped up to wrestle that. Right? That's what happened. We started at 126, Six. not 132. Yes. That's right, Doug. I misspoke numerous times on that, and I apologize. So 120 is the last weight class. I move Braden Smith up. Well, depending on what happens, there's still, you know, you have to avoid the bonus bonus. And Broken Bows, Casey Falkenberry has just won by a pin over Battershaw Valentine, and that clinches the Class C State Dual Championship for Broken Bow. Yeah, they're going to win this thing. We talked about it all day. Not a surprise here. We thought they had a shot to do that. They have been a dynamite dual team all season long. It won't hurt Valentine too bad. They got a bunch of gold trophies at home already. (laughs) But A and B are still to be decided. Burwell wins D over Elkhorn Valley. And the final match going on here in Class C. Spencer Gaffney, a great career for Broken Bow. Just a junior against Cage Kolakowski of Valentine, uh, the sophomore. He's not too bad. Uh, yeah, no, he's there. won two already. Yeah, he might have he might have some gold medals. Yeah, he's only been eligible at two state championships, and he's won both of them. So here we go, Dalen Ritchie, seven to one. Man, if he could stretch this to get bonus. Twenty seconds left in the second period. Seven to one here for Ritchie. Scott's gonna look for a pin to end this thing. Blair leads 33-30. This has come down to the last match. Yeah, at 120 pounds, and the pin will end it, and Omaha Scott is your state dual champion. The pin by Joey Orsi over Hank Frost. They're going nuts. Well, Frost was 30-7 and as a sophomore, and Orsi was 21-12 and as a sophomore. Wow. Blair had one hand on that trophy, Doug. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was pretty much over. And Omaha Scott does what Omaha Scott does. They win. Good for them. That was that was kind of an exciting duel to see come down to the end. They Ten. had not won it the last two years. Gretno, right. of course, was in B last year and won it. Plattsmith won it two years ago. Omaha Scott won the first three years. It's a really important position right now for Dalen Ritchie. He's up 10-1. to 1. Oh, that was scary. He's up 10 to 1. Nick Swift had a leg up and that almost uh, run a half. So it's 10 3. Minute and a half left. Dalen Ritchie has got to get out here. He's got to get out. Yes, he does. So it's 11 to 3. So the major decision is in play. So two champs here. Burwell did what they were supposed to do. But what a rally by Omaha Scott. And, of course, it's already uh, almost uh, – it is official, but they are still wrestling over here. Broken Bow will beat Valentine. Dalen Ritchie's in a little bit of trouble again. Nick Swift's got his leg up. Doug, this is a really important 59 seconds for the Bearcats. Dalen Ritchie's going to win. He needs to make sure and win by eight. And 11-3 to the score. They come off the mat. They'll start neutral with 53 seconds to go. Yeah, this is really important here. Richie's taking ground. That's good. Carney's the state runner-up the last two years to Millard South. They want to be the state champions here tonight. 
Well, these two teams have thrown everything at each other. and that I mean, the guy's on the mat. The coach is off the mat. Richie's in on a leg. In on a leg. Going to get the takedown, I think. There you go. 13-3. 10-point lead. 30 seconds left. He's got that leg trapped. He's... I don't think you're going to say now. Ty Swarm just said lay there. <laughs> Richie said, now nah, I'm going to take his arm back. I'm going to try to pin him. 12 seconds to go. That's a big major. So they're going to take a four-point lead. Two matches to go. 13-3. to Dalen Richie gets the win for Carney. They're now up 32-28. to As Larry said, and now... Carney has a state champ. East has a state champ. And East has to send him up first, it looks like, here at 113. Yep. It's going to be Braden Smith, I think. Yep. Didn't know if Mayfield had lost enough that he could have went down. We've seen some of the guys go down that weighed in at heavier weights today. Now, Carney had to uh, go first. And so Braden Smith... Probably the most surprising of, well, definitely the most surprising of the state champions for Carney last week. Yeah, he twisters the defending state champ in the semis in the last seconds. He is so dangerous, Doug. He's very technically sound on his feet, but he's got a lot of home run stuff in him. Gage Kolakowski of Valentine does beat Spencer Gaffney here, six to nothing, or by pin, but that is all over. In Class C, Broken Bow 46, Valentine 31. A big takedown by Braden Smith. Start the match in the first 20 seconds, gets the takedown. And he is taking on Corbin Harrington, the state qualifier at 113-pounder from Lincoln East. So this is, so they get the escape. So let's put this in perspective here. It's 32-28. to 28. All Braden Smith has to do is win. Yes. All he has to do is win, and Carney will be your state champions. When just a little bit ago, it looked like a couple things really went against him, and Smith hit on another takedown. He's up 4-1. Yeah, this is big here. And it ended up not working out. They did all that moving around, and when you come right down to it at the end, the hammer got to go first. And the win at 106 pounds, Doug, is the key. The major decision at 106 pounds is the key. Well, and Dixon wasn't here. Well, and Nick James wasn't here. So I think that kind of is the well, Nick James was here this morning. Well, neither one of them wrestled in this duel, so I don't right. think I don't think you can say that. Uh, well, they'd have wanted if they'd have had Dixon. Well, they'd have had another state champ in James. So, but who knows why he's Seppel, not here? Yeah, either. Seppel, I, I follow. Seppel you. came out and got the win though in Nick James' place. So, yep. as we're back to action, four to one, going to get a stall warning here on our Lincoln East wrestler on the edge of the mat. That's in the very first period. 30 seconds to go in the first period. And once again, the final mat to wrap up the session is Class A. When we're done, the New West postgame show, we'll have a quick wrap-up of everything that happened here. Not sure if we'll get an opportunity to talk to Coach Ty Swarm, but uh, this is something they thought they could win. And uh, when I talked to him after they were all done last week at the state tournament, after uh, Nick James had won his championship at 138 pounds. I know they were disappointed that they didn't win in Omaha, and I said, uh, you still got this week, and they, they were there. I mean, Northwest and Kearney High were two teams that thought they could come in and win this thing today. Yeah, no doubt about it. And here's the one thing I'll tell you, though. We got into this spot with Grand Island Northwest and Omaha Scott Catholic where all they needed was one win to ice it. 
and we saw what happened. Uh, so how how far will Braden Smith extend himself here? Well, Dalen Ritchie, remember, by winning at a major. Yes. He makes sure that this thing doesn't have to worry about going to criteria because that's exactly what could have happened here. Yes. That that at 106 pounds was a big deal. We go to the second period, 4-1 to one here. Smith with the lead for Carney High. He chooses bottom to start the second period. They get off the mat real quick, and they'll do it again. Yeah, and Harrington runs a tough arm bar there right away. Does a really nice job. So you got Lee Harrington for Carney High, and this is Corbin Harrington for Lincoln East. There's only about 150 pounds difference. And he does a really nice job there, does Braden Smith on that restart to make it six to one. It's the reversal. Carney wins here, and it'll be all over. We wouldn't even have to wrestle the 120 pound division, and Carney might not send anybody out. No, you're exactly right. And state champion Max Mayfield would be. Standing over there and not getting a chance well, to wrestle. Well, to be honest, I wouldn't, Doug, because you're going to win by one. Don't put your team in a situation where somebody does something stupid. Yeah. We're, you we're, understand what I'm saying? Yeah, there's always a chance, uh, albeit slim, that there would be a team point taken away or a, something happened. You do something wrong. You just never know. Emotions are high. A ref makes a bad call or something like that. Braden Smith and a stalemate. A restart. One minute to go here in the second period. Smith leads it for Carney, six to one. He wins. Carney wins. Yeah, what a dynamite day here. This was a grinding performance today for Carney. That's for sure. This is really important here. What a better guy to have out there than a guy like Braden Smith to close your show. Open it with a state champ, end it with a state champ. Well, we talked about uh, Cooper Kaiser from Northwest, a couple other kids today that really uh, exploded here. And uh, Smith has had a good season, but kind of took it to the next level here with that big win in the semifinals last week and, and now is just continuing on here for the Bearcats. Yeah, like you say, sometimes it just takes one. Boy, he's looking. He's gonna get. He's going to get back points here. He's got that arm bar. He's going to get two for sure. He's got that wing, and he's able to capture the far wrist with it. Two near falls. Smith now up 8-1 to one as time expires here in the second period. And Harrington will get choice here for Lincoln East going into the third. 8-1, to one, Braden Smith. Carney two minutes away from getting the second-ever wrestling championship trophy. It would only be the second one 20 years ago. In Lincoln, and one maybe here today in Kearney, and what is probably, this could be, Larry, by the way, this could be the final dual match ever at UNK. If yes. If we get a forfeit next time. Yes. Smith, going to get the takedown. As they go neutral, he's right in on the shot, 10-1, to 1, a minute 40 to go. Yeah, he's rolling now. I mean, he started to uh, break Harrington. Those guys start to get broke, Doug, and they just... The points just start to add up fast. Carney High fans haven't been quite as into it today. Usually they'd be going nuts over there. They should be a little more energy right now from the Carney High fans. And the I know it's been a long day, but, boy, you're about ready to win a state title. Let's hear some noise. Maybe they just feel as though that they don't need to because they always knew they were going to win it. I don't mean the kids. I mean the fans. No, that's what I'm talking about are the fans. I agree. It's been very subdued up there. Don't pay your money to sit on your hands. 
Minute 15 to go here. No, because if, if you want to know how hard it is to win one of these, go look at all the second-place trophies mm. you got. No kidding. Braden Smith continuing to ride out now. Corbin Harrington. One minute to go. Now Harrington's just really kind of laying there. Yeah. Harrington had a hold. Smith had to shake his hand out. Harrington was holding his hand uh, under there so he couldn't do anything there. Finally, Stale made it. Let's go. 52 seconds to go. Yeah, he might have got his finger a little jammed up down yeah, there. Smith's so. been looking at it, working on it. He's already got some tape on it, I think. 52 seconds remaining. Off the restart, there's a little action there from Harrington. Trying to show a little fire off the bottom, but Smith able to cover him the whole time. 45 seconds to go. He's trying to work his way into a little Peterson roll position. Now Smith just has to hang on. 30 seconds. From a state dual championship. In the last four years, third, third, second, second. Stall warning here issued against Harrington. Point, Carney. 11 to 1, Braden Smith. The clock down, down to 15 seconds to go. Uh, Hagen just walked up and shook Swarm's hand. 10 seconds to go. Braden Smith still working, trying to get a turn and pick up some more points. He won't get any more points here. Five seconds to go. And now Carney starts to celebrate. The Bearcats are your 2018 Class A State Dual Wrestling Champions. Yeah, Carney's going to send them out. They're going to go out and wrestle Mayfield. I really wouldn't, Doug. I know that sounds silly. Braden Smith picks up the win. And Lincoln East, they may not send anybody. Well, East does send. Makes, makes no sense to me, and, and Carney's going to send one out too. But Well, we're going to have a, one more match here and then our new West Post game show to wrap things up. Again, a big thank you to all of our fine sponsors, including Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer with Impact Seed. And don't forget, tomorrow, basketball for the Huskers. UNK women will be home Monday, the men Tuesday in the MIAA tournament. And don't forget Carney High Boys basketball Monday night hosting Lincoln North Star, 7 o'clock on ESPN, 1460 and 1550. And Carney Catholic and Grand Island Central Catholic Monday night will be here on Classic Hits. Yeah, Max Mayfield, state champ, 49 and 2 on the year. Riley Steele comes out for Carney, and we'll see what happens here. We know Riley Steele went 2 and 2 last week. 36 28, Carney. If Mayfield is able to finish it off, with a pin here, it would end up being 36-34. to 34. Bearcats getting bonus points in the last two matches here. Major decisions that make it an eight-point lead instead of just a six-point lead. Yeah, I mean, that's just huge. Because if this thing was six, I mean, my goodness, that would be trouble, Doug. And it looked like maybe Connor Brown, and, and give credit to Connor Brown. Yes. He, he didn't get majored. That was a big one, and he almost won it. In fact, you thought maybe he'd hit a pin combo there at the very end that didn't get called. Because that match looked like at one point that it was going to be a major. And we called it at the beginning. It was going to take somebody like Brown or somebody like that to step up in this duel. And this really was a team effort all the way across the board. Another takedown here for Max Mayfield. He now has a 4-1 lead. You talk about a year of adversity, you lose Cruchera. You know what I mean? You lose James. I mean, you have some stuff happen to you that you don't think you're going to be able to overcome, and they overcome it. 
and win a state championship. Forty-three seconds left. Another takedown. Going to be six to two now. Max Mayfield is really slick, especially on his feet, Doug. A 50 winner this year. State champion. Really, really good. Again, the last match of the 2018 wrestling season going on right now, Bakes. Yeah, unbelievable that we're through another year. I think it's even crazier that you said earlier, how many years have you and I did this, like six or five in this building? Like, seriously, it's, it's what would you say, six. It's like this just got started here. And Steele tries to roll through, but Mayfield catches him, puts him on his back, and will get the pin in 148, and that'll wrap things up here. But Carney doesn't care. They're going to be the dual champion beating Lincoln East today, 36-34. to 34. Yeah, there's some Bearcat fans. They're cheering them on. So Carney, Omaha, Scott, Broken Bow, and Burwell are your dual state champions in what will be the final time we do it like this. So no matter what happens, the format's going to change, the time's going to change a little bit, and maybe even the place is going to change. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows how this thing is going to look here in the next uh, uh, year, Doug, but what I do know is it's a tremendous event. Whatever they've got to do to make sure this thing continues to go on, they need to do because it's a great event. Carney, oh, so heartbroken a week ago. And they, it really, there's a giant monkey off your back right now as uh, a Bearcat coach, fan, participant that we don't have to walk by one that says runner up anymore. And I really mean that. Well, it is big. And congratulations to the Bearcats. We'll take a break, be back with the new West Post Game Show, and give you a recap of all the results in case you missed anything today right after this timeout. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Did your crops lose their fertilizer to Mother Nature last spring? This year, you need to utilize Enzone as your nitrogen management aid. Enzone will enhance your fertilizer's efficiency so your crops will utilize the nitrogen that you give them. To get Enzone added to your fertilizer, talk to your local fertilizer or chemical retailer. If they don't have Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, encourage them to visit with Mid Nebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com or call 308 468 6206. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With experience since 1949, they know how to get the job done right, covering your residential and business roofs. Doberstein Roofing is the only name you need to know. Doberstein Roofing, where quality isn't expensive, it's priceless. Give them a call today, 308-234-3252. That's 308-234-3252. 
With our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, Larry Baker, Doug Duda with you here. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Want to remind you of what is coming up sports-wise, and then we'll get to this wrestling for you. And again, we'll have a great couple of weeks, three weeks, four weeks. I mean, from conference to district to the wrestling rally to Omaha last week to the duels here today. We appreciate all that help us give you the best wrestling coverage on the radio in the state of Nebraska. And congratulations to all those that are going into the Hall of Fame, including Carney alum Brandon Brill this summer, uh, this June in Grand Island. Basketball, Carney boys hosting Lincoln North Star, 7 o'clock Monday night, ESPN 1460-1550. Carney Catholic, Grand Island Central Catholic at Hastings College here on Classic Hits 98.9 and St. Cecilia Centennial on the Breeze 94.5 from Fillmore Central. Tuesday, Kennesaw at Elm Creek from Kearney High here on Classic Hits. Wilcox, Eldreth, and Giltner from Adams Central on the Breeze 94.5. Girls basketball teams will be covering at State. Pleasanton, Grand Island Central Catholic, Hastings, St. Cecilia, Ravenna, and Red Cloud getting underway on Thursday. And you know what? None of them play at the same time. That'll be kind of fun as well on Thursday. And then uh, into the boys' state the next week. And we want to say UNK will be home, uh, the women, on um, Monday night at 7 o'clock. And they have just released the uh, men's bracket. So we want to let you know that the men will be home on Tuesday night as UNK welcomes in Southwest Baptist, the team that they just beat on Friday evening. That has to be fun for Southwest. That's a nine-hour trip, I believe it is, back home and then back up here. And if the Loper men do win on Tuesday, they go to Kansas City, and they would take on Washburn. Uh, the one team that Coach Kevin Lofton told us last week they didn't match up with really well, so best of luck there. Husker women tomorrow at Maryland at 11, and the men host Penn State at 4.15. Here we go, your results in Class D. Let's work there. Burwell wins their first state dual championship. Amherst had won the previous five, and uh, they're able to do that by beating Elkhorn Valley 44-30. Maxwell beat Mullen 43-36 for third. Tri-County over Amherst 42-30. Today, uh, Larry, your thoughts on what we saw in D. Well, in D, it went like we thought it would. Burwell was just too deep. Uh, I thought Mullen would get to the finals and didn't, but I thought that uh, Burwell wrestled a really good day. Very competitive season. Uh, Tri-County had eliminated Pender and Amherst eliminated Cambridge in the consolations. In C, Aquinas beat Wilbur Claytonia, Valentine over David City, Broken Bow beat Logan View, and by criteria, Battle Creek beat Arlington in the semifinals. Valentine beat Aquinas 45-30, Broken Bow beat Battle Creek 57-15 in the consolations. David City beat Wilbur Claytonia and Logan View over Arlington. Fifth place, David City beat Logan View 45-30. Third place, Aquinas over Battle Creek 48-33. And we kind of had the feeling Broken Bow might get it done and they did today winning state over valentine 46 to 31 i believe their first state wrestling title yeah just too tough doug uh that lineup was top to bottom really really good uh they matched up well and they wrestled well you know they they'd wrestled a tough dual schedule all year not a surprise at all was my uh thought coming in that uh if they had a good day they would win this tournament 
in Class B today in the opening round. You had Blair Edge, Skyler 39-36. Hastings beat Plattsmith. Northwest over Sydney and Scott beat Wahoo. In the semifinals, Blair beat Hastings 36-24 and Scott beat Northwest 42-33. In the consolation, Skyler knocked out Plattsmith and Wahoo beat Sydney. Fifth place, Wahoo beat Skyler 51-21. Third place, Northwest over Hastings 42-28. And in the championship, Scott over Blair. Kind of an amazing fashion. Blair just about had it taken care of, but a late pin or a late four-point move uh, gave them the win at 106 pounds, 9-7. to seven. They went on to win at 36-33, and Northwest was oh so close to beating Scott themselves. Yeah, Blair, Doug, had a hand on that trophy. They were going home with that thing, and Scott pulled the rabbit out of the hat. Scott pulled the rabbit out of the hat twice today, both in the semis and in the finals. They were beaten in both of those duels, and they were able to get it done. And then finally, in Class A today, Lincoln East blanked Lincoln Southeast by a score of 70 to nothing. Burke over Columbus, Millard South down Gretna, and Kearney over Grand Island 52 to 21. In the semis, East beat Burke 54 to 20. Kearney high over Millard South 49 to 23. In the consolations, Columbus beat Lincoln Southeast by criteria. Grand Island beat Gretna, and then Grand Island won the final five matches to beat Columbus in the fifth place match 28 27. Burke took third over Millard South 40 to 33. And Carney High, 36-34 over Lincoln East, wins the Class A state duel. Yeah, and that was a, it was a great job by Carney. And the way they won it kind of uh, signifies who they've been and who they are. This was a tough day, losing Nick James early, lost uh, Cruchera before the state meet, really couldn't find enough wrestleback wins last week, so they lose the state championship there. And they showed up today and just kind of stuck the nose to the grindstone and continued to grind all the way through it. And they come up big in those last couple weights, Doug. Unbelievable. Great job. Congratulations, Carney High Bearcats. Pictures and photos and all the fun celebration going on now. We will attempt to get Coach Swarm with us on the Doug and Daddy Show Monday. Of course, it'll be the Jared Crick Show. Jared Crick will be in with us, former Husker, co-hosting. He likes to do that once a year, and we love to have him. Sounds like we're going to have uh, maybe uh, Baker Stein, Cooler, and Andy Janovich, uh, of course, uh, according to what Mr. Crick had to say. Bakes. Now we're off. I've seen way too much of you in the last two months. I'll see you at the Shrine Bowl, That's, man. It'll be Shrine Bowl week on the way to Lincoln to do interviews. It'll be fun, fun, fun. And, uh, hey, uh, thanks for all your help. Uh, uh, you you make our broadcast what it is, man. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, brother. And to our folks back at the studio that have been with us all day, starting with Jeff Ekstrom, under Spencer Shields, and Stacy Johns doing our producing. For Larry Baker, check out photos of today's event on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our Facebook page, PlatteRiverPreps.com, will have photos of today's action up here in the next few days. This is Doug Duda saying, your state champions, Burwell in D, Broken Bow in C, Omaha Scud in B, and in Class A, the Carney High Bearcats. Doug Duda from the UNK Health and Sports Center. Have a great weekend, everyone. The proceeding has been a KKPR sports production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.